When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jarhead, David wants to know why Pat, I think you mean Dixon, is mad at you. I don't know. I don't know why anyone is mad at me. (laughs) Why should I know? Why should I know? (laughs) (laughs) He asks all the right questions to confuse us. (laughs) Why should I know if someone doesn't like me? I don't know, maybe did something to him? I don't know. Yeah, a little self-reflection, I suppose. <laughs> Probably a way to figure it out, I would imagine. Tonight, Jay welcomes Nicholas Cage. <laughs> we are still gainfully employed, and you know, episode number four, fifty-three. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss being. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cause, cuzaroo, cuzaroo, slapperoonie. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, everybody, Mr. Cousin Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that requires at least $2.99 to put me down in the super chat. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who's one of the best hosts on Who Are These Socials. It's Blind Mike. What's happening, Mike? I am just happy that uh, clearly since the last time I was on, the Kush Army has decided to take it easy on you two scoundrels. So I'm just happy you're still here is all. You know what? People have been messaging me that I need to check his show out again because he's still talking about us. I just oh. been oh, I have no doubt. Him, so yeah. who knows what's going on in the background? Maybe bad things. Maybe yeah. I'm in a lot of trouble. I don't I will know. Circle back for you. Yes. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the show unedited live or whenever you'd like to afterwards. I did just post, so we did uh, Point Dabble Point. Producer Chris was on episode one. I decided to post just the audio of that, because a lot of people just listen to the show. Mm -hmm. They don't want to go on YouTube. They just have it in their player. They want to listen to it. I'm one of those people, too. So I posted that. We did episode two of Point Dabble Point yesterday. I'll post that up. And then we also have, easy for you to say, part 16? Uh, Something like that? 17. 17? Okay, so we have that coming up uh, later this month as well. So... Please support us. We appreciate the support, but also we give back. And when you go to Patreon Supercast or our YouTube channel, you get a lot of bonus content and material that is barely even half-assed. <laughs> Why do you look so guilty over there? <laughs> How dare you? Also, we encourage our listeners, go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and shit all over us in the comments section. I believe Kindy will be back today e- to read your reviews. But first, we'll be reviewing a show called David Mahoney. This was a suggestion from the Discord server. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. A show hosted by Dave Farah and Jason Mahoney. There's a co-host, Audrey Drake, executive producer, Chris Jackson. And you know what, Mike? I'm going to start with you. This is another one of these uh, morning radio shows. Mm-hmm. And I want to see what you picked up on from this because I thought you'd appreciate doing a Jocktober episode with me. You and I have talked a lot about radio 
over the years. I think it's one of the things that we've bonded over is our, our love for Opie and Anthony and just sure. morning radio and sports talk radio and all that stuff. Yeah, so what was glaring, I feel like this year more than any other year almost, is the difference between regular radio and podcast. Because I almost think you doing radio shows in October is a service to the shows you bash throughout the year. Because at least those are in some way, like the terrible improv shows. Yeah. I've never heard anything like that. It's dreadful, obviously, but it's original in some form or fashion. It's amazing to me that radio shows are still doing the same horseshit that they've been doing for 60 years. It's crazy that they can't break out of their hackery. Uh, Mike, um, <laughs> hold that thought real quick. <laughs> Okay, now we're back. Mike was just talking about how radio shows still sound exactly the same as they did 25 years ago for some reason. Yeah. It makes no sense to anyone. And the, the show you guys did last week, the I from Big Bob and Jimmy or whatever the John fuck their Boy names were. Billy Big Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That, they at least had like, I mean, they were completely hack, but like you could differentiate them from other shows. They sounded There was so much energy going than... on. You could tell they recorded in the afternoon. Yeah. They're not there. It's 6 a.m. Yeah, they're not they're shot out of a cannon. <laughs> if this was a show that Jocktober covered in 2009, I'd believe you, because it's the same yeah. boring format. They do less than other shows, which is crazy. So if you want, we could just start with my uh, uh, clip one. Kind of, This is how they start their show every morning. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, you've been talking a lot this week about uh, pooping your pants. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, you said that your stomach has been bothering you, not because you've got some sort of bug necessarily, but because you've been chiefing so many recolas that it is affecting your tum-tum. Uh- <laughs> so, just boring horseshit like that, like, you know. You and I have banter at the start of WATS. We put these people to shame with our banter. Well, because adult it's just men prep don't talk stuff. like that. No. That's, right. They're putting on, none of this is real. I have an example here where they yeah. even come out and admit it's not a real show. And I thought the one thing that we've learned from Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony is there has to be some realness to it. You have to bring in your real life and have people relate to you and, and who you are. Not these assholes. Well, well, here's what's crazy. Can I just play one more clip before oh, yeah, we go over to yours? Is my clip 14 because I just wanted to show you when I say they start like this every morning, think of the beginning of the last clip. Yep. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. Uh, four people have found out that uh, selling a miracle cure for COVID during the height of the pandemic is something that you cannot do, especially when you are selling people bleach. Oh. Yeah, so four members you, of you a four family have been Just yeah. to show you, literally... Like, the the setup and the cadence is exactly the same. It's crazy. Hey, want some good news or some bad news? I will have some bad news. All some right, bad well, here comes the bad news. <laughs> this is for old people. Well, all of radio. Yeah, is because it's a, a whole yeah. that's familiar thing. Yes. Which is why it doesn't change. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and they have an ongoing segment throughout the show. This show is driven by voicemail, which is weird but, as far as a radio yeah. show goes. <laughs> yeah. They don't take live callers. Like, obviously, they've been burned by that a few times. Yeah. Bubba Bowie, Bubba Bowie, I was just being it's like, God damn it. Got us again. Or, or more likely, they weren't getting any calls. That's the more well, likely. Yeah, good point. <laughs> they have to have their wives and friends call into the voicemail. Yeah. So this is where I say it's not even a real show. I have a I have a rule. Um, leave it at the door. You know, don't bring any negative things going on in your life here into the show because 
like we need to be in a good mood, you know, and we have a lot of work to do here today. So I never yeah. want to come in and start the day off on a negative note. No, but yeah, but this is something that just happened to you that's bad. So it's not going to affect all of us because yeah, we have very little yeah, empathy. Yeah, 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 my yes. mood's great. Yeah. This sucks for you. But I usually wait like halfway because my life is so, cha- it has been so chaotic this last few months. I mean, yeah. everything. Like one day we're sitting here halfway through the show and I'm like, hey guys, I almost died last night. I choked, you know, things like uh, that. Uh. So. These chuckle fucks have to go out and chuckle what? fuck all morning. And the guy's like, yeah, that one time when I almost died, you know, I waited until drive time to go into that. It's like they literally can't say anything interesting between 6 and 745 because people aren't listening at that time. So how's your poopy tum tum doing? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, where's the near death story? I wasn't getting any of that in the episodes I listened to. What the fuck? Maybe no, there's the same story. I there, there's not. I mean, the guy's fucking eating popcorn. He thinks he almost died. It's like, right, yeah, you're right. fine. Yeah, It'll be all We've right. all been there. Fuck. So the way that this show goes is you play these voicemails. And I have a bunch of examples of this. And these voicemails are supposed to be like a jumping off point for a conversation. Not a long conversation. These guys do not get long breaks. They have no. to wrap it up very quickly. And then we're, we're into the sounder and we're out. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Am I the only one that hates cake, pleasantries? Like when you go to a Dutch Brothers and those kids just pretend like they give a crap about anything going on in your life. Where you go get your hair cut and people want to talk to you about all kinds of stuff other than your hair. I wish there was a polite way to just say, hey man, I don't really feel like doing a small talk today. Message deleted. I mean, you got to just, you got to, first off, with your hair, you could, there's plenty of stylists who do care and won't talk to you about boring stuff. So the audio quality was so bad, I didn't know what the question was. Yeah, I didn't either. It wasn't until the guy's like, yeah, hairstylists be talking. I was like, oh, okay. Now I understand what the oh, fuck Oh, well, they never about. answer the question, by the way. No. Because I think, so my assumption is these voicemails are left by, like, salespeople or something sure. like that. Yeah. And my assumption is they say, hey, you know, Gladys in sales, just call and leave a message about... Uh, I'll, I'll use the example that I, like, uh, if you want to play my clip number eight... They just say something about America so they can make a bland, generic point, I guess. I, I I don't know what direction they give them, but I don't think it's very much. America is awesome. I mean, you look at all the stuff going around, on around the world, and there's a lot of heavy stuff in a lot of places. And we take for granted, I know I do, and I shouldn't, you know, the, the, how easy we have it. Like, we get caught up in our little trivial arguments about whatever nonsense here. We got it good. We really, really do. Yeah. I mean, we won, you know, you may not have won Powerball, but you did win the lottery if you if you were born in America. Jeez. So that was after a voicemail was like, hey, wouldn't it be crazy if someone won Powerball? And they go into this rant about America. <laughs> yeah. so I, I don't even get what the setups are for their like little bits that they're doing. If you went to a music festival and weren't raped and tortured, you might live in America. <laughs> So be, be grateful. It is, it's a lot. It's a lot like the show you guys put that Big Bob and whatever show. <laughs> it's actually Speaker. not though, because the the John Boy and Billy Big Show has the same kind yeah. of sounders and radio feel to it. But those guys had energy and attempts oh, yes. at jokes and shit. These guys have nothing. So you just heard the having the conversation about talking to a hairstylist. So mm-hmm. then they go, "Do you use that option in Uber where you ask the driver not to talk to you?" And this turns right. into an Uber conversation. Okay. I'll, I, I'm very proud of how high my Uber rating is. Considering, oh yeah, this guy's proud of his Uber rating. Does anyone know what their Uber rating is? <laughs> Who fucking cares? 
I have no idea what my Uber rating is, but apparently these guys are all about it. So then the what? other guy is very concerned about his Uber rating. I, mine's oh, actually at 482 now, so somebody else hit me with a four-star. <laughs> oh, man. Like, what Furious. are you doing? I don't know. Four, like, you got to... I don't know, man. Falling apart. Does anyone else out there have a lower Uber rating than me? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. No, he's falling apart. I'm 482. <laughs> I was going to pick up this guy, am I right? Good day, sir. Well, that's that's the similarity I meant with the other radio show in the sense that you could take this dialogue and it would be perfect for like a, a sitcom where the, the background characters are having some conversation. You know what right. I mean? Like just generic horse shit that any two people on the planet could have if they met each other. There's no making relationship noise. that these guys have or anything. Yep. They're just they're just making noise on the radio. So the people <laughs> yeah. hear that there's noise being made. Of course. We've got uh, Halloween coming up. Uh-oh. And yes. so we're going to find out that not only is this guy boring, his wife is also a bore fest. Um, and so my wife decided that we were going to get one of those 12-foot-tall skeletons for the front yard. Okay. And then she said, but what if I get two? And I went, that is an excellent idea. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Chris, very quick on the draw with that one. So... This is a conversation that he decided, like, this will be good for the radio show. Oh, we'll talk cool. about how, yeah, my wife wanted to get these 12-foot skeletons. But hold on, Mike. If you're thinking, I don't care about that, Carl, it gets exciting. <laughs> He's going somewhere with those. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you have to have symmetry and you balance it yeah. out. Yeah. And, like, in, in the, our front yard, like, there's a good place for one on each side. And so it kind of works out. But then my wife hits me yesterday with, hey, we have one on each side, but then there's the middle part of the yard. I Should I that. get a 12-foot tall witch? Yes. And I said, absolutely. Does this story have an end? <laughs> Dude, this goes on and on. That right? guy goes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I like that he goes, the way that my yard works is you can put a skeleton on either side of the house. Oh, so yeah. It has a left yeah. and a right? Yeah, that's true. That's what, the, that's what the real estate agent said. Here's how this yard works. <laughs> You're going to love but, this house. It has a right side, a left side, a front. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey, we've made it. <laughs> Floors and walls? My yeah. God. Every room. <laughs> Pretty exciting stuff. The, here's what's crazy. is the, the, We clearly listened to different episodes, you yeah. and I, and Halloween decorations, I don't have a clip for it because I, I was so bored by it, but it was still a conversation the next day. Well, yeah, it's, like, it's October. Was, you got, got to get Halloween talk in every single day. I'm sure there's a PD uh, telling them. They've gotten more expensive this year, Halloween decorations. Yeah, Can but you what believe about that candy? What do you guys think about candy corn? <laughs> is that a good Halloween candy? I'm sure they're talking about that. Here's another uh, fun voicemail and conversation starter for us. Please leave a message after the tone. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? I think I could happily survive off of California rolls. Message deleted. Nah, I get, I'm getting bored of California rolls real quick. I would go pizza, chicken. I was going to say chicken. Because there's so many variations to it. But I mean, that's kind of cheating too. Uh, eggs. I could do eggs. Hmm. But that was that. Would that be the one thing you would want to eat for the rest of your life? No, I mean, if I mean, obviously, I want like a five wagyu or something like that. But every meal, yes. see, I feel like you have breakfast pizza. That's the question. Lunch pizza, and then, then there <laughs> you could even dress it up and have a fancy dinner pizza. I Most pizza. Oh no, not about. every meal. <laughs> Speak for yourself. You know my life. You haven't had my breakfast pizza yet. <laughs> the answer is tacos. Yes. Jesus Christ, assholes! It's not chicken. 
can I tell you, my takeaway is not even how boring they are. It's yeah. that, I mean, like we said, the voicemail is probably fake. But, like, if that were a real voicemail, mm-hmm. why doesn't the person have any relationship with the show? Like, if a voicemailer here was going to suggest the topic of Carl, what, what food would Carl eat every day, they would know on some level that the answer is thick, meaty cocks is what he'd love to eat for the rest of his life. They have no, this voicemailer has no relationship with the these guys where there would be some inside joke or something. There's nothing with any of those. Fuck you! <laughs> I was thinking who That's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that is pretty gay. Who leaves a message for a radio show? Yeah. I could see in the old days you'd call in, you'd hear your voice, you're a sad loser that gets off on that. I used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call in a request forwarder. I've talked about Guys, him. it's that fucking dork again. <laughs> yeah. I, I did call uh, I did call what's known as what was known as the whiner line on the big show here in Boston oh, years did ago. You? So nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried to boy. call it to Jim Rome once, but I did not get past the call screener. But anyway, go go on about losers to call to radio <laughs> no, shows, Chris. You, you were would. saying Mike was saying that these aren't real calls, and yeah. they are just made up jumping off points. They don't even take the opportunity to utilize. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. So someone just calls in and goes, "If you can only have one food the rest of your life, like, they don't need a caller to introduce that topic." The guy just they starts can... talking about what he likes to eat. Yeah, and, and the California roll. <laughs> yeah, like, they're gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, they nailed it." Where do you like to get your California roll? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like to have uh, generic uh, imitation crab. I don't know about you guys, like crab stick all day. That's what I want the rest of my life. Good, good stuff, guys. Ooh, I smell a rant coming. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, where, where do you want to go with this, Mike? Okay, well, let's go with my clips five and six, because I think clip number five, first time, of all, Mike. Well, I'm, I'm setting it up only because <laughs> clip number five is like, why is he so passionate about this topic? And then I think clip number six properly displays uh, why they get into things like this. Yeah, I, I shower at night. So, and, and sometimes I will actually. So, don't shut up. Don't make fun of me because I already know you guys are gonna. We would I, never. I have a desk treadmill in my home office. I hate you. So, I. What so, are you talking about? I, I want to fight you. I like, a, when I see those commercials of those little desk treadmills where you just sit there and just swift your feet back and forth, I want to just. Bri- I want to buy well, them all so I can snap them no, over you're my supposed knee. To stand on those. Like, why would that invoke so much? passion from this man why would he say i hate you i want to fight you because you have a desk treadmill he's trying to be interesting yeah that's his way of being edgy also he's not understanding what a desk treadmill is if he thinks he's just you know you have a little foot paddles it's an actual treadmill oh yeah no he fucks that up completely yeah Yeah. but then clip number six when you have a a a gem like this you know you got to go out on a high note which is why you get into these sort you explore these sort of topics ah okay (laughs) audrey wanted to bring a standing Treadmill. I support for her. The, for the studio. No, no. We're yeah. not a standing radio show. Well, we are a sitting radio show. Yeah, yes. the only thing about that is you can hear, you'll hear it go like all morning long on the mic. Like so. that, that is the treadmill, right? right? <laughs> oh. Oh, I love the heart out. Let's go on a high note, boys. That was a vibrator <laughs> joke. Oh, man. Audrey's going to be so pissed. <laughs> She's gonna go to HR with that. that. Oh, that was pretty good. There's a lot of that where they they say whatever they're saying, and then it gets right into the bumper, and they're out. They do a very good job with that. What What's creepy about that is the way that obviously the show is like somewhat pre-recorded to an extent. Yeah. So they must be having this conversation, and then afterwards go, you know what? Let's 
we, we should leave on my vibrator joke. That should be the hard out. Like, I really nailed that one. Well, <laughs> I have an example for you here. They read this crazy prep burger story because all of these stories on these radio shows are yeah. ones that are just inconsequential and no one's reporting on it. You know, if you read the Wall Street Journal or USA Today in the morning, you're not stumbling across this story. Right. Yeah, these are shit. not top headlines. <laughs> you're right. So here's an example of that. This is a flight from Guadalajara to Mexico City delayed more than two hours due to an infestation in the main passenger cabin by a gigantic swarm of mosquitoes. Oh, no. You're just <laughs> stuck. On a two in a metal tube with a ton of mosquitoes in there, attacked by mosquitoes. I mean, I'm sure those mosquitoes are like hell yeah. yeah this is a buffet. <laughs> the uh, the flight scheduled to depart at 4:30 p.m. local time was delayed until about seven o'clock, while cruising passengers attempted to manage the insects. Uh, passengers were seen swatting away at the mosquitoes, and the flight attendants actually sprayed bug spray in an effort to get rid of the insects. Glad that they had off in the cabin. Sure. Uh, but eventually, uh, the, the, they were dissipated. The lights turned off in the uh, passenger compartment. Uh, they, you know, I guess there's some sort of heavy vegetation near the Guadalajara airport or something. But okay. The fact that a swarm of mosquitoes made it into a cabin of an airplane is just like, ah, oh, that's You know, just we've awful. heard stories of snakes on, on oh, an, uh, you know, on, on a mother freaking plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think mosquitoes. Maybe taking this to a whole other level. Mahoney, do you get to join the Mile High Club if you get sucked by a mosquito on an airplane? I'm pretty sure that counts, Dave. This is David Mahoney. (laughs) This dude is fucking corny. So I knew (laughs) snakes on the plane was going to come up. That was the low yeah. hanging fruit. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't do a Samuel L. Though I mean, maybe that's a little too edgy these days. Yeah, Still probably. Fired, you probably but... get fired for that. <laughs> Correct. But then when he's like, "Is that the mile?" He had to work in the Mile High Club somehow. Oh yeah. Uh, you get sucked by a mosquito. <laughs> Ooh, titillating. That was their little segment that they had right there. So you got a minute fifteen. Introduces a topic. Mm-hmm. Two bad jokes, and we're out. Yep. Some, some guys saying, Perfect. oh, that's kind of suck. <laughs> oh, wow, that's crazy, huh? <laughs> All right, Mike, I'm going to play you this clip because okay. I think this shows, and I don't know the difference between Dave and Mahoney. I I haven't gotten that advanced into this. I, I think Mahoney's a little more like the bet, like his life ain't quite together yet. And Dave's a little more the, the straight man. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Mahoney's the jokester. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whichever guy this is, you might want to get him on Why Are You Laughing? Because if people don't know, Blind Mike is a huge fan of comedy, and he breaks down the history of comedy going over comedians and careers and comedy specials and all these different things. And Mike brings a good insight into it because he is a fan and he does his research. And um, I think this guy also brings that same level of analysis that you need when analyzing comics. Okay. Uh, and finally, since you love Adam Sandler and I love Adam Sandler, uh, he is going to be doing a new animated feature with Bill Burr. So he's going to voice one of the characters really? in a musical comedy film called Leo that's going to be on Netflix starting on November 21st. Uh, you know, you, two of the guys who I am just a huge fan of, and you, you think about like styles of comedy mm-hmm. and how very, how vastly different 
Adam Sandler and Bill Burr are and their 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 styles of comedy. But I think this I think this will work great. It's two guys who I love, and I'm, I'm excited to hear. You know, I mean, both incredible voice actors in their own right. So the story revolves around Leo, who is a 74 year old lizard, and he is a class pet lizard. Okay, and he plans to escape his classroom terrarium and experience life outside upon learning he only has one year left to live. However, he becomes entangled in the problems of his anxious students and a very mean substitute teacher. Is the mean substitute teacher played by Bill Burr? I think so. That's, that's I so don't know. dumb. Well, so, the guy said nothing. He's like, I like Adam Sandler and Bill Burr, but like, one of the guys does jokes like this, the other guy does jokes like that. But I think that'll work together, because you got this lizard, and he's like old and wants to get out, so that sounds really good. Also, like, I like Adam Sandler, and I like Bill Burr, and that sounds terrible. That sounds like the worst <laughs> show ever. <laughs> that sounds so fucking stupid. And, like, Bill Burr, so Epis for Family was a good cartoon that Bill Burr did on Netflix. Eh. But I don't think of him as, I enjoyed it, but I don't okay. think of him as a skilled voice guy. He was no. doing his voice. No, he's not a, he's he's not like, a voice listen, guy. If you got to give Bill Burr anything, it's that he's a skilled voice actor. <laughs> right, yes. He plays an amazing villain in Star Wars. That's the one thing I know about Bill Burr. <laughs> well, no. Yes. It's not it that he's known for at all. Anyway, so maybe he won't be getting the, uh, the call to join Why Are You Laughing After All. Well, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll still mow it over. I'm not close-minded. Okay, very good. All right, Mike, what else did you pick up on from this? Well, I I teased you guys, and I started you with a little bad news. They start with good news, bad news every day. Would you like to hear a little good news? I am ready for it, but first, got to take a quick break. (laughs) All right, we're back, and uh, Blind Mike was just talking about setting up some good news. Well, I was just asking you fellas if you wanted to hear a little good news. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Because <laughs> my clip number four is chock full of some what these gentlemen consider good news to start your morning. Some uh, some good news today as well that uh, crazy chick Carly Russell has been found guilty for faking her own abduction. Uh-huh. So found guilty on fabricating a false kidnapping story in Alabama. The judge recommended a one-year jail sentence for her. Who is that good news for? <laughs> How does that help me at all? The victims, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Good, good job. That's these guys get so like their structure is, hey, we start the morning and I ask you, do you want good news or bad news? So if nothing lines up into good news, they just have to pick a story and be like, we're going (laughs) to frame this as good news. It's just news. Yeah, yeah. This is this is an example that started the show. It's barely Uh, news, to be frank with you. (laughs) This is a show this week where they they kick it off with that. Microsoft has been doing what a lot of companies do, right, where they're hiding the amount of money that they're actually making mm-hmm. or they're saying that these expenses are legitimate expenses when maybe they weren't, but to the tune of $28.9 billion. That is a whole lot of money, Dave. And uh, hey, stop asking me if I want to upgrade to Windows 11. Yeah, I'm tired of that. Uh, when, when you want to cancel something with Microsoft, it's damn near impossible. So I don't really feel that bad that they uh, are getting hit with a $30 billion fine. Suck it, Bill Gates. <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. So they read a story. This was the uh, the bad news. Microsoft owes twenty nine billion dollars in back taxes, and their their big hot take is "suck it, Bill Gates." And I don't want to update to Windows eleven. But if Pretty- that's your take, like fuck Bill Gates, then why is it in the bad news section? Well, the bad news is that they're not paying their taxes, and of course, we need that money to hand over to Ukraine. But- but you see what I'm saying? It's, yes. like, it's, it's technically bad news, it could be I guess. Either one, right. Either of these things could be either thing. <laughs> also, Bill Gates hasn't worked at Microsoft in 
probably in a oh, decade. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I mean, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> but sucking Bill Gates. All right, yeah. But what's with his haircut, huh? Am <laughs> yeah. I right? Okay, whatever. If you say so. <laughs> I brought it before Adam Sandler uh, because he's got this new show with Bill Burr. And yeah. so they're talking about uh, Adam Sandler. Now, he used to be on the show called Saturday Night Live. Hmm. Oh. And uh, I guess this goes back to the point that producer Chris made earlier. This is a show for old guys because they're reminiscing about a time 35 years ago when you could see Adam Sandler out there. Wasn't that cool? At some point during his run on Saturday Night Live, Adam Sandler did a rendition of Pearl Jam. I feel like every Adam Sandler skit on SNL was musical in some way, shape, or form. Okay, so now they're setting up this bit they want to play of uh, Adam Sandler doing an Eddie Vedder impression. And this is probably the worst thing that Adam Sandler ever did on SNL, but for whatever reason, they're playing it, they're excited about it. And the Pearl Jam song, Even Flow, on Saturday Night Live is just about perfect. And can you really tell if he has changed the lyrics in any way or not? I just love Adam Sandler. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, we, we know. It was not one of his you, better bits. Yeah, you made us sit through that. We know you love him. Can, you, can also, you tell the setup to the lyrics? That, wow. Was the setup to that like, hey, see if you can tell any yeah. difference? Because you clearly can't. The, the joke is that you can. He's making like, Michael Jordan references. Correct. Yes. Also, I heard this on the Drew and Mike show. Do you hear Scottie Pippen's ex-wife is dating Michael Jordan's son right now? I as a matter of fact, yes, I did know that. What an asshole. What a <laughs> dick move that is. I, I kind of respect it. You respect it? <laughs> if I'm Jordan's just, son, I mean, that's just a weird making move this guy there. feel less than Jordan at every stage of his life. <laughs> he know. can't escape it. It's <laughs> fucked up, man. Poor Scotty. He's already the ugliest black man to ever exist. All right, maybe Rodman's got a beat. Maybe on that team, he was the second ugliest man, but still. And now his ex wife is banging Jordan's son. You know she's sending dick pics, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. That is rough. All right, Mike. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to clip. Uh, well, we've heard a lot of their bold stances, and this is, again, what I'm talking about. Clip 15, I think, shows where these guys can take a controversial take and really know how to turn it on its ear and give it to us in a way we've never heard before. Uh, some good news today as well. I mean, one-time science. Come on. Uh, experimental cancer vaccine showing it clears 4 in 10 pancreatic tumors and prevents disease from returning, according to a new study on mice. And you talk about, you know, one of the most devastating cancers there is, and it's pancreatic cancer. I mean, that's the one that, unfortunately, you see so many people. I mean, there's usually, when you hear somebody has been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, there is really uh, not much that can be done. So the fact that 
we are making advancements to uh, possibly find a cure for this and uh, work on it. Man, I this is this is the kind of real science that we need here on the planet. It's just unbelievable how they're able to figure these things out. So this vaccine uses a weakened salmonella bacteria to trigger an immune response containing a piece of the recipient's tumor to train the body to fight the cancer. First of all, you're giving us way too much information. Yes. But also the idea, like, guys, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Cancer, I mean, not great. I don't yeah. love it being around, and I'd like to get rid of it. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but I've known people who have uh, died from cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carl, they say a lot of people, if you pulled their life in some way, is impacted by cancer, wow. as a matter of fact. Is that You're not true? alone in that struggle. Yeah. No shit. Well, I'm glad these guys are bringing it up during my commute to work. I'm really glad they're bringing that up. <laughs> Japanese fart enthusiast in the Discord says they can't even come up with their own unfunny bits. Yeah, I know they're playing Adam Sandler's unfunny bits. Yeah. Not here. Oh, well, that's something, Jesus. too, is like you guys might notice every clip that Carl and I have pulled are either good news, bad news, or answering a voicemail. Yes. And that's not because those were the best segments. Those are the only segments. <laughs> all that's, that's going the on the entire here. show. SNL yeah. memories. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you happen to notice, like, is are they so are they on like from six a.m. to ten a.m. like a regular morning show? You know, I wish I would have looked into that. I did not. Well, the only reason I find it interesting is because it seems like their podcast that they put out is the entirety of their show. Like, so they take out the right. commercials and music breaks. Correct. Which, if that's true, that's fascinating because both shows that I listened to were an hour five and an hour seven. Yeah. So, which means they're not on air for two or three hours of their shift right 25 percent of the time they're doing something at work yeah (laughs) yes exactly it's not a great ratio where i'm from but uh all right let's get back into these uh voicemailers these uh great jumping off points as far as a conversation you can have if a titanic had avoided the iceberg you would probably never have known it existed Message I think that's untrue. Just considering the hype that was around the Titanic that existed was it was the world's biggest ship. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. <laughs> Quit boring, everyone. It tells me if they are real voicemails, they're not getting a lot of them. If that's one they have to play on there, you know, if the Titanic and the iceberg, we wouldn't be talking about the Titanic. That might have been interesting in 1998 or whenever that movie came out. Right. When people right. were talking about the Titanic. But in 2023, we're going to debate whether the Titanic would be interesting if. All these people hadn't died. What an old right. person would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, but again, it's voicemails that aren't specific to their show. Right, it's right. not taking a theme of their show and and expanding on it. It's just these like, hey, is a hot dog a sandwich? Sort of bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, is it? <laughs> anyone? Rem- <laughs> it reminds me of when Opie was playing with that weird app where you could get guests on your podcast randomly. Like, all you do is you go on there and you're like, hey, what do you do? And he was like playing around with that. It's like so generic. It's like they've signed up for this generic voicemail service. Like, you can play voicemails that are actually real people and not bots. That's Make better for Opie because he can't do the man in the street thing without offending people. That's true. Yeah, he better just talk to <laughs> Terrifying them. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's getting really excited about this. I do want to plug this for everyone. Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. 833-YO-DUMMY. 
is what you can call and say anything. Well, almost anything. Right after that, right after they're just like, wow, you can get pretty nuts on this thing. Listen yeah. to this. This is probably the worst voicemail you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> this is worse than, hey, grandma's dead. This is the okay. worst voicemail. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Please leave a message after the tone. That's right. There's nothing like a fresh pair, of clean, new pair of socks to put on. And everybody slip them on. It's like, Oh yeah. Message deleted. <laughs> the guy goes, There's nothing like a fresh new pair of socks put putting on your feet. <laughs> and they played it on the show. And you might think they'd go, I right, would never call us again, sir. But no. This actually there's banter that comes out of this. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course there is. The oh, that's boring, an interesting point. The most boring conversation you've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and imagine you, you, you never think about how wonderful it is putting on a fresh, brand new pair of socks right out of the bag until you do it, and you're like, the, mm. bo- the bottoms are still white, yeah, and not brown. Mm. <laughs> but just imagine that feeling if you haven't had a new pair of socks in months or years. You talk about an incredible gift to someone. <laughs> I mean, you, you think about all the people out there that you know are in really unfortunate situations, dire straits. Yeah, and, and a lot of times kids as well. <laughs> Wait a second. Think about the people in dire straits and kids as well <laughs> and how great the gift of socks would be for them. That's what I always dreamed of under the Christmas tree was a nice pair of socks. This isn't like they're setting up a joke. No. This is just their regular banter. It sounds like they don't understand things. Imagine someone's in dire straits and you're like, <laughs> I know this has been a rough year for you. You're trying to kick the addiction and you know, you're going from couch to couch. Here's some socks. Mm, Adidas, was, pretty I was, good. I was thinking of yeah. <laughs> so hold on, this well, this continues. And then, oh, and then Michael, get right. All right, hold on to your thoughts. Hold on. <laughs> they don't know the feeling of putting on a clean pair of socks because it's been so long. Mm-hmm. Like that's a really incredible gift to give to someone. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> that's the end of it. That was the end of it. Oh, that's a really incredible <laughs> gift to someone. Give someone socks instead of ripping the voicemailer an asshole. Yes. Oh. They they approach every topic with the passion of someone who's in like the high school debate team. Yeah, and they make it and sad. they're like, okay, the, the topic you have to defend is getting socks for Christmas, and they're like, oh well, I mean, what a terrific imagine if you were in dire straits. It does. It sounds <laughs> like, like a no challenge. Real thoughts about yeah. any of these topics. <laughs> and if I if I could also say the thing I was going to say earlier is. Uh, you know the voice that says uh, "Call one eight hundred yo dummy," where you can say anything. Well, eight three three yo dummy. But yes, go yeah. ahead. I think that's a Boston rate. I'm pretty sure I know who that is. Oh, really? <laughs> I think it's this guy Hardy that works for ninety eight five in Boston. I'm pretty sure that's him. Which is okay. kind of funny. But... Good to know. So they're outsourcing um, that. If you want to hear one more example of this bullshit, my clip thirteen takes on a topic that again. So specific. It's got to be specific to this radio. These guys must be big we- fans of the weekend. I don't know about you boys, but I think they like when they finally clock out for the week. Taking the mental health day to make a three-day weekend. Are you the one who takes the Friday off and starts the weekend early? Or the one who takes Monday off and uh, comes back to a four-day week? Which one? Message deleted. Uh, delayed gratification is always the best, and the idea of you know taking Friday off. There's nothing wrong with that. I like a three day weekend that starts with a Friday you off. Do you just as much as everyone else? But if I have my choice, and it, let's say that in a in a magical hypothetical world that'll never happen, uh, where all companies decide that it's a good idea to do a four day work week, I'm choosing You're opting for Monday. Monday's off every single time I'm with you because when you start the week on Tuesday. <laughs> 
it's really like the Monday. The yeah. You know, and you kind of, but like Fridays, you're already half assing it. Right. Anyway. I saw, Fridays are a good time. Yeah. You yeah. can't half ass it on a Thursday. We, do, you know, we drink beer on Friday mornings and no one bats an eye. Yep. If we did margarita Mondays, everyone would be like, well, this guy's got a problem. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, though. If that happens, does that make Tuesday the most productive day of the week still? Or is that going to move to Wednesday? It's going to move to Wednesday. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> sure does. I like, first of all, well, a couple things. I like that Mahoney could come up stumbling into work and they're like, oh, must be a Friday. (laughs) He's he's shit-faced again. Must be Friday morning. These guys have put themselves in a situation where they can't say to anything, I don't really give a fuck. Like, who cares about that topic? They have to take on the most banal items of just mundane, everyday life. I'll bet even when they're hammered, they're just as boring. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Probably so. Well, and one of the most boring things you can talk about, we've covered this on the show before, is dreams. Oh, yes. Dreams didn't happen. We all have dreams. Don't talk about them. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Unless you're a hot chick and you had a wet dream about me, I'm listening. Then I'm listening. I would even listen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's your angle here, lady? Have you had a dream that significantly impacted your white waking life? Like, you know, like forgetting a conversation, listening in the mind. Message deleted. I had a dream. I've shared this with you guys. This was like maybe a year ago or something like that. Jesus! Not even last night, a year ago. Can you remember it? And we're going to talk about that? It really is boring. Oh, unless you're Martin Luther King Jr., I don't care about your fucking dream. Uh, This again? All right. So, guys, we've been talking about voicemails and obnoxious conversations. I'm going to change things up for us because they play a game. They play a game with a caller. It's called Cover Your Ears. Just like when we were talking about with John Boy and Billy, let's win prizes. More ways to win prizes. We got to win. Time to win. Dave at Ed Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? These are the days. It never rains, but it pours. It's it's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Kelly is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. So we were talking about this earlier, Mike, how radio hasn't changed. That Max Headroom thing, where it's like, hey, 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 hey. Like, it has to do that weird repetition yeah. thing. Well, yeah. Why is that still yeah. a thing? Why was that ever a thing? I don't know. <laughs> this goes back to the 90s. It's though. rock and roll, man. It sounds cool. It's, it's Cover Your Ears it's, on it's, Dave and Mahoney. Kelly is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Kelly, you ready to do this thing? Oh, hello. Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, sorry. It kind of cut out. I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you for asking. We got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you, before you make your guess. You're looking for the artist and the song in order to get a full point. Mahoney is here as a lifeline if you need him. But good luck to you. Here is song number one. Mother told me, as she told me, I need girls like you. She also told me, stay away. So this goes on all the way up until the chorus. And it's just what? like, the guy sings it so badly, it's going to be hard to figure out. Like, if I was at a bar and a guy was doing that in the corner, I wouldn't bat an eye. It sounds fine. Yeah. I, I, I don't know music, and I knew immediately what the song was. Yeah, of course. It's, this is not a good game. But you haven't heard Christian Blatt do it. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot Christian Blatt did that with us. Okay. So she gets that one right, Cheap Trick Surrender. All right, and then she gets the next one right, and then uh, this is the next one after that. Well done. <laughs> Two points. No lifelines burnt. You're doing fantastic. And the next one here has got 33,000 views. Okay, so kicking it up a wow. little bit. Mm-hmm. So 
So again, they do the whole song up until the car is burning down the house. And she's just like, yeah, it's talking heads. Like, yeah, this is not, it's not even a fucking game. What are we doing right now? Filling time. Just cover bands playing songs. Okay. So this is the last one. This is uh, for the win. Let's see if you guys can get this one right. Because it obviously gets harder and harder as you go. You know, just like any other game. Sure. Yeah. Just like uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Like you can't have the easy questions at the end. It's kind of a challenge. All right, so you can win it right here without using any lifelines if you were able to get this one with a full point. This is from Rubber Chicken. It's got 14.5 thousand views. So, again, pretty popular. Good luck. I mean, the guitar riff is there. It's an un- unmistakable it's immigrant song right. by Led Zeppelin. It's just like, oh. The fuck kind of game is this? Even though, yeah, it's a it's a game. Like I wouldn't necessarily know the, but I know every song they play. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that song. I might not know the band or whatever, but I'm not a music guy. Anyone that's trying to win this competition, quote unquote, should easily be able. to. You might not know Led Zeppelin. Is that what you just told me? Mike well, you know what I mean. I'm saying in general. Okay, when play fair, fair <laughs> yeah. Now, there's another fun part to this show. At the end, their producer comes in. He puts together a blooper reel. Who doesn't love? A blooper reel. It's so fun. So sure. here we go. Bloopers, everybody. This is Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on. What? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I... Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show. Oh, I see. So our executive producer, Chris, decided that he was going to do the uh, blooper reel this week. And when I asked him how it went, he said, quote, y'all are in trouble. This um, actually may be the most amount of bloopers I have ever heard in one week on this show. And that is without Audrey. Mm. Wow. Audrey's not even there. And they got all these bloopers. (laughs) That's without the dumb cunt that usually drags us down, (laughs) right? right? Yeah. Can you believe it? (laughs) So I have to play for you guys what these blooper reels sound like. It's so overproduced. It's so unfunny. It reminded me of One Too Many. There's this amazing <laughs> movie that National Lampoon's put out starring this guy, John Melendez, up-and-comer. You probably haven't heard of him. Young kid. Yeah, young young kid, just starting off. And at the end of that movie, they do this blooper thing. A lot of comedies have done that, you know, especially in the last 15, 20 years. And usually, <laughs> in order for the blooper to be funny, it has to be like a funny thing that happened. Not just like someone flubs their line. Generally speaking, yeah. Generally speaking. But John's bloopers is just flubbing the lines. You're like, okay, well, I don't know if that's a blooper. I don't know how to read. All right, but (laughs) this is uh, is their guy's bloopers. Uh, 40% of people say they find it hard to talk. Hard to talk. 40% of people. 40%. See, the only thing is that worries me about that, though. Worries me about that, though. Worries me about. Uh, If I pronounced worries, worries, I'd be on a good day. That would be, yeah, be good for me. It did cross my mind. Yeah, they're, they're like fucking dissecting that. And like, then they whoa. have to overproduce the fuck out of yeah. like what's barely a mistake. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, These go- are like big gotcha moments where if someone called me out for that, I'd be like, what a cunt. What yeah. a nitpicky asshole. I could come up with this shit all the time. Just like, all right, whatever. You understood what I'm saying though, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. coming from us. That horrors me about. Uh, this one is entitled, You Smiled at Me. And then they didn't uh, leave any other details. So and then they didn't uh, leave any other details. So that goes on 
for a while. Now, what they didn't play is what I picked up on when we were playing the teaser last week. Is there any good uh, like Irish talk shows? Because there's, there's a bunch in, in the UK, like in, in England, yeah. but then we don't get any from Ireland. No. Zero. I, we at least got, uh, what's his name? Craig Kilborn but he's from, Scottish. Scot- from Scotland. Yeah. But nothing from Ireland. Except for Conor McGregor's crappy whiskey. <laughs> Craig Kilborn, the Scottish guy. Scottish talk hey, show host. the Phillies are playing the Braves today. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. He Welcome in to sports. sports Center, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, Scott, they, they <laughs> love, baby. love baseball. <laughs> now he's a pirate for some reason. <laughs> Did that make the blooper real? They know who Craig Ferguson was? Did that make it on there? Neither guy figured it the fuck out. Well, can I tell you what I catch from that, though? They call it the blooper reel. To me, that means that they're not using that in the regular show, and they start their segment over when that happens. Oh. Is that, am I wrong about I, that? I have no idea. That's a good point, though. To me, it seems like when they say worries instead of worries, they're like, ah, shit, we got we to do this whole thing over. <laughs> right. you, may, you might be right about that. <laughs> wow. So, Mike, we're going long on this. I, I have too many clips. You have too many clips. Let's uh, yeah. Let's grab a couple more that we enjoy, and, and we'll move on. Um. All right. Well, I enjoyed uh, clip number nine just because I want to see if you guys pick up on something that I noticed from this okay. clip. He, he, he loves a good fun fact, and he's going to give one about Arby's here. Nice. Jason is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Jason, let me ask you your favorite fast food of choice. What is it? I'm going to have to go with Arby's. Arby's, what an excellent choice. They got the moots. Do you know that Arby's <laughs> got their name from uh, roast beef because it's supposed to be R and B, hence Arby's for roast beef? I did learn that recently. From I did you. not know that. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> You've been repeating this over and over to me. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah. Stop telling me your fucking Arby's fact. First off, everyone knows that. That's not a fun fact. <laughs> well, that, that too, yeah. Also, the guy, he, what's your favorite fast food? The guy goes, Arby's. He goes, that's a good choice. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, two, it's... two liars. Yeah, it's the worst choice. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, what, in that context, what would be a bad choice? Like, if you said fucking Wendy's, would you be I'm never going to fucking talk to you again, Rick. <laughs> Lose our number. <laughs> All right, good point. <laughs> I'm not sure what the answer is for that. <laughs> Um, and then I'll, I guess I'll just say one more that isn't as repetitive as the others might be clip 11, where you kind of get like, oh, these are, you forget, yes, obviously they're airheads because they have no interest in talking about interesting things. Yeah. But they're polished enough that you almost forget they're probably dumb too, like clip number 11. <laughs> Yeah, and it's always like there's there's these boats that keep going by that we keep missing. You know, you talk about you know these massive increases in you know houses. Like if we had just had the foresight to buy a, a two million dollar house right when COVID hit, when it could have gone to zero, uh, it, then it would be a five million dollar house right. now. You know, but just didn't quite have the money at the time, and dang, yeah. here we are. Like if, if only I had the foresight to buy a house in February of. 2020, I guess right. is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're an idiot if you didn't do that. If only I knew the lottery numbers before they announced them. <laughs> Good yeah. point. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do to make money, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's like, it's a, they're literally having a time machine argument on this fucking show yeah. and presenting it as real. All right. I have one more clip that I need to play for us because it reminds me of a, a good friend of mine here. I mean, out of all the things that you would break into a store for, um, vodka, of all things? I mean, you can go to a liquor <laughs> store and get a gigantic bottle of vodka if it's the cheap stuff for, like, $10. Uh, you could get even cheaper than that, Dave, if you want to go, like, just get yourself a little pint, you know? 
sorry. So first off, they're well, goofing yeah. on this is the redneck report. <laughs> they're goofing on a guy for stealing vodka, which is funny because I've watched the footage of Chad doing that. Please clap. <laughs> but the guy goes, "Yeah, why would you steal vodka? It's cheap already. You get a big thing for ten bucks." He's like, "Well, if you want to spend less than that, you can get a smaller thing." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no shit. I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> You're making a lot of good points over there, retard. Thanks. If you really want to save money, nips. They're one ounce. Go for that. <laughs> Consider that, buddy. All right, one more. Because I'm not even sure if they finished this conversation, and the sounders already come in and just interrupt them. I'm not even wrap sure. it up. Yeah, I'm not even sure if they've wrapped this one up or not. Dave, why is it that every, like, meth head wants to drive a car that looks like a cop car? You know, you see those busted out <laughs> Crown Vicks with the light on it, and it's never somebody who's well-adjusted. No, it's always somebody that definitely has drugs on This is Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to make a point? All right, well, I guess the producer's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Here we go with this guy. That's enough. All right. also, I, this is what these guys do. Is like I don't even know that stereotype. Like meth yeah. heads are always driving Crown Vicks. I've never you know that. that. It's all we talk about no. over here. I'm out. Of, I'm out of touch. I'm a sh- I live a sheltered life. Sure. <laughs> they hate the cops, but they love the cop cars. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did. All right. So uh, if there's nothing else to play here, Mike, I'll just double check with you. Yeah, I think other than that, it's pretty much all stuff we covered. Because like I said, their entire show is voicemails and yep. good news, bad news. Yep. Did you find in your episode a different bit than that? Those are the only well, oh, the game. I, I had they that one games. game that we played. They played a game. Like, they played those in my episodes. Yeah, too. yeah. Can you yeah. figure out what song this is where the guy is singing every note perfectly and, and singing all the lyrics? Like, yeah, I can figure out what song that is. Actually. Yeah, I speak English. <laughs> pretty tough game, guys. Good one. Yeah. I think of like Name That Tune where literally they play two notes and someone's just like, Oh, that's Genesis. You know, someone fucking knows what it is. Like, that's impressive to me. These people are listening to cover songs for 38 seconds straight. And they're like, all right, what song was that? Like, anyway. Well, okay. We could do a uh, clip two, I guess. They talk about um, uh, there's some story with like Family Dollar or something. Yeah. And this is the sort of improv that they feel comfortable with putting out there again because now that i now i've now established that they retake these and they're still like this is pretty good this okay. is not a blooper uh well i don't know if this has anything to do with it probably not but um if you have been taking medication because you've also been a little under the weather family dollar is recalling numerous products including over-the-counter drugs a lot of them have to do with uh colds due to improper storage in 23 states i uh, don't love this so various pain relievers treatment creams cough suppressants laxatives eye drops toothpaste and more and running it down, it's Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, Nebraska, New Mexico, Nevada, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming. Are you doing the that Johnny Cash song like I've been everywhere, man? Oh, oh no. Are you doing the thing that every time someone lists a number of states someone mentions? Are you doing that right now? These are the fucking kings of low-hanging fruit. Yeah, I'm starting <laughs> to get a really little pissed. <laughs> that, right. that, well, that's what I noticed listening to this show and comparing it with the radio shows you guys have talked about where it's like, boy, it really is. They're making zero effort to make original shows anymore. I guess because they're afraid of, like, radio, I will say, is the business that got hurt the most by whatever you want to call it cancel culture or whatever radio by far reacted the harshest to firing any sort of personality like getting rid of any originality or unique content yeah e-rock and i've talked about this quite a bit he'll be on the show uh coming up soon oh really 
that was his whole thing is that yeah or maybe not <laughs> his whole thing was just like radio should have invested in personalities when they started right. to see podcasting crop up and people are going to alternative media they should have said okay but if we own the personality like serious xm did that like well we own howard stern so if you want howard stern you got to come to us to do it and radio did the opposite they're just like, all right, we'll just get bots to play songs that yeah. everyone's heard a thousand times. got to survive and tread water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. It's like, let's do the cheapest thing possible. Yeah. Well, that was dumb. Well, that's, I mean, like I'm on the Kirk Minahan show twice a week, and Kirk's a guy that was number one in Boston. And because of an activist, they were got the radio station got terrified and got rid of him. Now, not just that radio station, their ratings are in the shitter. The company is worth like their stock is at like nine cents or mm-hmm. something like they're going to get delisted or they have been delisted. I think. Meanwhile, Kirk went to work for Barstool that was evaluated at half a billion dollars. So right. like the radio is cl- making the wrong choice at every turn with all these personalities because they're afraid. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think they are playing it safe for that reason, but they're also probably making nothing. When right. I listen to these radio guys, I used to be not jealous, but is if envious is a different term. I used to be envious of guys who had a morning radio show. Like, holy shit, four hours a day, making six figures. You know, some of these guys, even in Rochester, making a quarter of a million or more a year. And what a fun gig that is. You're shooting the shit with your buddies and all this stuff. And now I I would not take any of these jobs. No, I mean, the station. so miserable. There's a station, and maybe everyone won't know what this means if you're not like a diehard radio fan, but there's a station in Boston, a sports radio station that does in the 20s. Every show, morning, middays, and afternoons, mm-hmm. they all do in the 20s for ratings. And that station had layoffs last year. Like I mean, that's, that's insane. In, it's insane. It One doesn't make any five sense. five cars is tuned into this station. <laughs> yes. I and they still can't afford to keep the lights on. Oh, well, yeah, there's, there's no money in this. I, I can't imagine starting a small business being like, well, as soon as we get on the radio, people are going to start piling <laughs> into this place. It's going to be, right. we're going to be overwhelmed with customers for sure. Yeah. All right. That's enough about radio. I, I feel like we're doing a good job covering Jacktober on this episode. Let's yes. move on to our cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And this cringe of the week comes in from a text that we got on our voicemail number. Yes, you can text it. I discourage it because then I get into long fucking text threats with people and I have to run away after a little while. <laughs> hey, what are you up to? Lazy K. <laughs> <laughs> Got me again with that one. But anyway, a uh, guy texted me and um, are you garbage? It's a podcast. I don't think we've really talked about on this show. I've maybe mentioned it a couple of times. Big show. They yeah, do, well, Patrick uh, Michael skewered them, so you guys yes. probably thought there was no meat left on the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got him, he got him good. <laughs> Dang it, he got this. He says, this one is made worse by the fact that the far guy knew to expect it. Check this out. So my grandparents smoked Cools, and then she smoked Paul Malls. Oh, I should point out, this is, their, their guest on here is AJ. Uh, AJ Soprano. Yeah, very good. Look at you. And uh, never inhaled. And everybody in the family would be like... Whoa. I know what that is. There's a missing... No, you know what that is? That's a test of the emergency broadcast system on the phone that they were doing. Oh, wow. Hey, shit goes down. Is that everybody's phones going off? Yeah. Yeah. You probably heard about the lettuce at the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The emergency system is functioning. Uh, They knew this was coming. Like Everyone knew this was coming. It might have been a good idea to prepare for that on your show. We're going to learn more about the... uh, Did you get that on your phone, Producer Chris? Yes. That annoying thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not um, that excited about the emergency broadcast system, considering on 9-11, I had to turn a TV on to see what was going on. So they didn't do a great <laughs> job that day. 
Not too worried about it. Never thought that wasn't about that. That big a deal, as I recall. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're waiting for a real emergency <laughs> to do something. No, we're really good with emergency systems, like in Hawaii during the fire, and yeah, I mean, they're <laughs> fucking great at it. Israel's killing it. Everyone's really good at alerting the people. Shit's going on. All right, we got a bonus here for cringe of the week. This comes in from Nick Tucker and Ray Devito had a guest on his show. And this woman does not understand how the internet works at all. <laughs> Is that actually legal? Is what legal? I can only imagine. I can only imagine the crazy shit that would happen. The shit people would say. What, what, what legal? What's what legal? What are you talking about? Flashing your titties online and having people send you money, like. Yeah, it's not legal. I, I, there's a whole economy. Based. Yeah, there's a whole economy based on it. Are you yeah, kidding but, me? Yeah, but, I'd be funny if a white bob just went off over her. Head. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> that is a thing you can do? Oh, holy <laughs> shit. smoke in the shape of that broad. How? <laughs> it must be taken out of context or something, right? How would she not know that? I don't know. Like, I don't that's know crazy. how that's possible. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, but what next? Girls going to be showing off their tits for money on the internet? Oh, well, not I next, be, but I, yeah. I bet you're going to say they, they can have intercourse as well, and people will see it. <laughs> You've gone too far. Oh, my gosh. When I was on, so when I was covering for Anthony Cumia, and I was on there with Eric Zane last Monday, we were talking about that teacher in Missouri, high school teacher, who... They discovered her OnlyFans page, and they fired her. And I right. just found some photos of her, and I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe she's, you know, she's mid. She wasn't that hot, but it's like if that's your teacher, oh. I could see like, oh, okay, I'll pay ten bucks or twenty bucks a month for that. But then those fucking guys in the booth, man, Garrett and Drew, they go ahead and find her in all of these ridiculous hardcore, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gangbang scenarios and shit. This yeah. chick is. Just getting fucking railed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I can see why the school district would have a problem with this now. Now it's making a lot of sense. I thought she was just like maybe showing her asshole or something. I was like, no, no, no. It's a little crazier than that, apparently. Can't that also be educational? Yes. I think so. I like that Carl, knowing he was on Compound Media, wants to relate to the kids. And was like, this lady's mid, guys. I speak like you. He <laughs> was. Eric Zane argued with me about it, but I know what I'm talking about. I know the deal. I just love those guys because no matter what task you give them, they'll find it on the internet. I didn't even tell them to look for it. They're just like, I think they were bored of me and Eric's conversation. They're just like, hey, let's just watch some porn for a That's fine. Oh, are you looking for this? Yeah, we got it. <laughs> I wasn't, but all right. Let's watch that for a minute. So if you're on our Patreon or Supercast or even uh, YouTube, I posted that video with all of that edited out. So in case <laughs> you're just like, what are you talking about, Carl? <laughs> That part is not in the uh, the episode that, that we posted. All right. Tony Muskrat came in. You know, we've been doing this Carl song parody contest. He came in with a song, and uh, I will say this one zigs a little bit. This one is called uh, Snow Loser. Here he comes now, the big hand. Mr. Rochester, I'm Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. Tickets are on sale for DabbleCon. Well, it's fucking 10 below. People call me Smile Talker whenever I speak. Always down on my knees. You're a creep.
Mr. Calbacchini, he's Mr. Queer. He's Mr. New Review Girl. They're all Miss Disappear. People call me Snow Loser. They say that I suck. And I'm a club-footed fuck. You're a cuck. Swing it. I'm Mr. California. I'm Mr. Fun. My canal is salt water. And I've got two sons. You and Kumia always trash me. They'll pay for their woods. Just a couple of jerks. And his heart doesn't work. He's Mr. Take the High Road. He's Mr. Class. He's Mr. Bloated Idiot. He's Mr. Live in the Past. People call me an alcoholic, but their math is all wrong. All of his brain cells are gone. I thought this was a Carl song. <laughs> Brilliant. God damn. <laughs> that, that, was, that was an adventure. Holy ah, shit. I'll tell you, I don't always love the song parodies. That might be one of my favorite. That, yeah. that had me laughing the whole time. That one was really fucking yeah, funny. I can so. really picture it. Tony Muskrat and, coming and in. And Mr. Big. Queer, clearly the best of your nicknames now. <laughs> it's Mr. Queer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Mr. Queer. Stuff. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. All right. Guys, we got to talk about Tower Gang. Now, Tower Gang's a show we did a month or two ago, and I thought Mark Random was one of the hosts of Tower Gang. So we really focused on Mark Random on that show, that Spaz guy. (laughs) And then when they came back and talked about us talking about them, they're like, well, I mean, they focused a lot on Mark Random. It was just a guest on the show. Oh, my bad. I didn't realize. It's hard to tell. Egg on your face. Yeah, but I'm the idiot. It was hard to tell. It was hard to tell who was part of the show and who was a guest because they're all just yelling over each other and trying to be the edgiest guy on the show. So the reason why I bring them up is because Top Lobster recently tweeted this out. I I brought it up on the show recently, but I thought I'd play it for us so that we could uh, see what he's up to. I was listening to like uh, those people again criticize us. And they did say, How like, gratuitous. I just know. I, I, so I listened to it again uh, today just to get this sound effect. Uh, you have a problem. Where are we at? It's really, it's really cool. Wait, I'll play it again. <laughs> okay, that, that, that's dumb. That's dumb. Making fun of, making fun of me uh, playing the actual air horn sound. Everybody so knows meta. that. Yeah, this one here. So it's actually really funny. So I clipped it, but I listened to it again. And they write, the gratuitous use of uh, slurs, Toad, you're a main offender here. Like, we have to, and I don't mean, I don't want to be that guy on Tower Gang, but we've got to cut down the slurs. We can't. Wow. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine Top saying that right now? Uh, you, dude. Yeah, you dumb nigger. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck you, faggot. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. <laughs> I'll tell you, I don't mind those guys. Like. Of all the guys you made fun of, I thought they took the criticism fairly well. I do think they're like, yeah. their show is clearly like trying to be edgelords. Yes. I, I didn't mind that line as much as I thought I would have. When you explained it, I liked it better than I thought I would have. Okay. So I was checking out a recent episode of theirs on a rumble, of course. 
And the reason why I wanted to bring this to you, Mike, is because Top Lobster, maybe you saw him or maybe you bumped into him, I should say. Maybe you caned him at oh, uh, okay. Skankfest. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. He's like, I'm sure, why not? I can't keep track of who I bump into. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So this is Top Lobster talking about being at Skankfest and how popular he is. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't hear a buzz that Top Lobster was there. No, I that missed. wasn't the big topic of conversation <laughs> that was going around. Not in my crew, no. Okay. Well, apparently it was a pretty big deal. How many people attend Skankfest, would you say, Mike? 3,000 is the number I 3, heard. 000. I think it's a little more, maybe, but around 3,000. Okay. So a lot, a lot of people there, a lot of fans of podcasts showing up. It's been a year since I was at at, uh, at Skankfest, and I had a lot of people approach me then. How many people came up to you this year? Was it a good yeah. amount? I was saying over 50. And, uh, Hell yeah, dude. Maybe more, yeah. Over 50. One guy approached me wearing my Elon Musk tweet on his shirt, and I, I just Shut told the fuck my wife. Up. Straight up, I was like, I was like, I said, "See, this is what I'm talking about." She's like, "I don't understand." That's culture, like, right there. It's That's retarded. Culture. And and then I asked him. I always ask him. I was like, "Yo, what's up?" Because they learned again. Like I was telling the guys before from the show, I was like, when the people come up to me, like, "Oh, top!" Everyone that came up to me was like, "Yo, top! What up?" Like they, even if they were nervous, they were like, "What up?" And I was like, "Hello, what's up?" <laughs> Pound. And then they, I would say, "Where do you know me from?" And most of the time. It was either Twitter or Tower Gang most of the time from Tower Gang. So this what guy else would was it be? So, so popular. <laughs> He's going around. People are nervous to talk to him. Oh, there's a celebrity right there. Holy shit. Hey, Mark Norman, get out of the way. I see Top Lobster. I want to go talk to him. <laughs> Roseanne. Uh, uh, Mr. Lobster. <laughs> beat it. <laughs> yeah. So apparently he goes, yeah, you know, I, I ask everybody how they know me. And Twitter was the top answer followed by this podcast that he's on? That's it, not also great. is there a third alternative? What else? Like, like, oh, I live in your neighborhood. What, what are the other <laughs> options? <laughs> I was sitting next to you on the airplane. You know, remember we, we had a whole conversation. So it's so bizarre. These guys, as we've already discussed, they try really hard to be a part of things. They want to be on Gas Digital really badly. They're constantly tweeting at Louis J. Gomez, trying to get his attention. They think mm-hmm. they have something going. Maybe they do. Maybe they have more going on than I realize. Didn't yeah. seem this video has less than a thousand views. I don't know if that's where they're getting most of their audience from. I don't know what's going on with them. But the problem with these guys is that they're overestimating their value. They strike me as the kind of people that if they were successful would be terrible at it because they would right. enjoy it too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think they read into things like again, like a couple people recognized me. I think there's a few people that listen to Kirk's show that were there. I think there are a couple people that listen to this show that were at Skankfest. So a couple people said, "Hey, blind Mike," and that was it. Yeah, I didn't come on telling you guys that because I don't think anyone gives a shit. You know what I mean? Like to be right. like, guys, the, the, it's, it's the fun. outpouring of love was overwhelming. It's like, no, no one was there to see me. No one was there to see Top Lobster, I don't think. Right. No, it, it's fun to be recognized, but I don't go around going, you know what kind of star I am with Top Lobster? Just like, oh yeah, 50, probably more. I don't know. Yeah. I lost track after three dozen. It's hard to say. Put it this way. The people that recognized me weren't weeping because I was there. <laughs> they, they were like, hey, Mike, how's it going? nervous to talk to you. It's like, him. so this is what's so insane about these guys is that this guy clint over here he definitely overestimates the value of this show that they're on i I keep telling you guys i I watched uh i watched the the regs which is louis j gomez oh yeah yeah. bobby kelly and who else uh soder soder and 
the fourth guy that's <laughs> Joe List, the, right? the toad the toad of the show Joe List Joe List um, Joe List is the toad of the show oh. I love well, yeah, oh, Joe yeah, List yeah. is a funny motherfucker dude I, yeah, <laughs> the yeah Joe he's the, of the show Joe List is from Massachusetts <laughs> and he's hilarious so he's definitely the give him a banger show. for that one that but, but yo I watched I watched it and I was just like if we were all if we all live close enough. I'm telling you, it's it's the exact same show. It's the exact same. Like, oh, the only difference, honest to God, the only difference is that they have, like, all of them have kind of a New York accent, whereas only Top has a New York accent for our show. And Dan and Soder, Dan Soder is genuinely genius level funny with his impersonations and shit. And none of us are on that level. But beyond that, like, we're all we're all fucking that. Mike, Kabat. Well, first of all, that they all have a New York accent. Joe's from Boston, Dan's from Colorado. I don't think right. that's true. Yeah, very good point. <laughs> yep. I, know, I like that he thinks that the reason why they're successful or more successful is because they have the New York accent. Like, if we had a couple more guys with New York accents on here, holy shit. I don't know. This guy's well, the limit. So, so I listened when these guys talked about you. I think I sent you the link. I was like, hey, they, they responded to you guys breaking them down. Yeah. And I didn't hate them. Like, I thought. Yeah. So, they took it, it in stride. Just, they, Right. There's too many people. Like, there's too many voices on the show, so it was hard to delineate who was who. But, like, other than that, some of them seem like they have potential to be funny, where I think they're going to fuck themselves up as being like, hey, we are that level. We are, like, Lewis and Dan and Joe. That's us, guys. It's like, you're thinking too much about that aspect as opposed to doing a good show that people see. Like, get your show out there. Yeah. Instead I, of thinking about what level you should be at. They go, the only difference between our show and that show is that Dan Soder's pretty funny. Like, no, no, no. There's many other differences. <laughs> sirs. I promise right. you that. I don't know if they're trying to turn that into a bit, but talking about the quality of your show shouldn't be the content of your show. They weren't turning that into a bit. Okay. So that was a, a serious conversation that oh. I had because I watched this whole thing. I understand the content. So it's a pre victory lap. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's what's crazy to me is that someone sits down and watches a show with professionals and I don't watch that show. I know the guys on it and maybe yeah. they're winging it and they're not doing the best job they could. It's very possible, especially when I hear Bobby Kelly's name, neither here nor there. But the fact that this guy's watching their show and going, huh, our show's just as good as this. Tells me that there's no room for growth there. Yeah. Minus a couple accents. Yeah. It's right. Exactly the same. Yeah. It's, it's like, that's the wrong takeaway. Right there, it tells me that you're not understanding. You could be way better than what you're doing right now. This is a show hosted by Clint, Jose, Toad, Top Lobster, and Cole. So those are our five hosts that we're we're looking at here. What were you gonna say, Mike? I'm just rattled thinking about next year's Skankfest where I'm gonna be have to I'm gonna rival Top Lobster for hellos out in the lobby. Yeah, you have to bring a sign or, or something. <laughs> Do you know me? Do you know this man? Who's so, more famous? So beginning of the show, they come out top lobster. All the fans are nervous, come to him, talking to him. He's fist bumping them all. He's just like, yeah, man, it's cool. You're cool. Nice right. to see you. Nice to see you. And then they get into the meat of the conversation and they talk about tipping. Okay. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but tipping is just out of control. Wait, wait am I right? Like I kind of brought it up in the pre-show and top had the same kind of thing, but tipping has gotten out of control, dude. I was, I was at Sonic. And like, yeah. Whenever you're, at, I don't know who's been to a Sonic. I don't know if you've ever been to one. Oh, yeah. They all raise their hand. All right, maybe they are successful. <laughs> I, I stand corrected. <laughs> These guys are all eating at Sonic. I had no idea. Been, okay. Dude, it's been a long time. Yeah. Great stone food. <laughs> I've been, I've yeah. been to many. So Sonics. It, it, and so like, I was there for lunch, and I fucking order my shit or whatever, and like, and it come, brings up on the on the screen. The other thing too, and I catch myself doing this, and I hate it, mm-hmm. where you're talking about something so mundane. So I'm like, order my fucking shit or whatever. You yeah. order the cheeseburger at Sonic. Let's not turn it into, into this like really cool thing you did. I don't know the other way it sounded cooler. Yeah. I was more impressed earlier. Yeah. 
screen just like everybody else now is like tip whatever and i was like nah fuck that i don't give them a tip i was like they literally they like ever since they stopped roller skating i don't give them tips anymore oh yeah what the fuck uh, is yeah. up with that they're, they're supposed to be like the car hops man they're supposed to come out on the roller yeah, skates and i tight tip- pants Look, and if you're not going to put on roller skates, you're not getting a buck fifty out of me. I'm sorry. That's my <laughs> policy on this one. That's my rule in life. Like just in general, you yeah. know, at the Christmas time when the mailman has his hand out. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, sorry, bud. You walked here. Strap some skates on. Pretty hot take. Uh, lots of good conversation around tipping. They get into all these different scenarios where tipping. Ah, oh, what am I supposed to tip you? That's your job. You know, they get into all that shit. So finally, they move on. But this guy Toad decides to bring it back up again for just no reason at all. He just needs to keep talking about tipping. I always tip the 20% unless like something really went wrong. Like if there's a reason not to, and I Wait, never, you tip 20% at like a fucking, like a, like a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. He gives him a bubble gum. He's like, yeah, 20% on the bubble gum. Yeah. You're crazy, dude. Why I used to have that? a rule. Because I'm white. So nah. this guy's tipping 20% regardless, even at Starbucks. And I mean, we're talking about that could be like a dollar. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That could be eighty-five cents. I mean, yeah. wow! Sure. This guy's shelling it out. He doesn't give a fuck. Impressive. It's impressive. Well, what what did he end with? Because I'm white. Yes. Because I'm white. Yes. That's where they get too much like trying to be like Legion of Skanks, where it's like, yeah. all right, we got it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That I. I Kind of like I said, I kind of like these guys when I listen to them. But that's the one thing is every once in a while they'd hit you with a like, let's turn this racial, bro. Let's talk about suicide or call each other gay. Oh, like, dude, you, this you, whole you take show. The, you take your foot off the gas. A little bit. This whole episode is about each other's penises. They've all seen each other's dicks and they talk about who they right. had gay sex with and why they do that and penis size and who would be on the top and who would be on the bottom. I couldn't clip any of it because I'm just this is just nonsense. It's just childish bullshit. Yeah, and I, I honestly I think like I think Lewis and those guys do it too much, but yeah. they're they, they've established their brand and everything. Like with these guys, it's people that we don't know that are just kind of exhausting you with edge lord shit. Right. If Dave Smith wants to come out and talk about gay shit, well, Dave Smith is an accomplished comic who's very funny and good, so that kind of hits right. you a little bit differently than just some edge lord on the internet. That's their only thing they do. It's not really right. The same. Exactly. We talked about this before. The fact that we had this emergency alert thing that happened. Uh, Are You Garbage was podcasting live while it happened. And so they want to bring that up. And to your point, Mike, it turns into their edgy black people jokes time. Now, Uh, I'm as big a fan of black people jokes as anyone. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Problem is, I don't get it. So listen closely. Tell me what I'm missing here went off oh yeah do you think that black people noticed it even (laughs) (laughs) dude yeah they can't read either they're like (laughs) so i feel like they're like there's there's code there's code on my screen i don't know and there's a there's like it sounds like it sounds like my my hall my hallway's in my phone (laughs) dude i bet yeah like the the government what if a a black person throws his phone down down his own hallway because it's it's beeping does the beep ever stop like what happens it's no they they, the the beeps combine and it becomes an apex beep and then it blows i I think the government was actually making an honest attempt at solving the inner city problem we're having right now okay so uh, let me say this before you guys chime in yeah. I am aware that the smoke detectors in a lot of poor people's homes are going off every minute because they're low battery and the people who right, live there right. are able to ignore it. 
And I personally cannot ignore that. As soon as that starts happening, that will keep me up all night. I have to get up and shoot it with a, with a sure. shotgun or change the battery, whichever's easier. But what are they talking about? The hallway, the beeping, and the... I thought you were going to explain a joke. <laughs> I, I, that would be like my... I'm sure these guys don't give a fuck about my advice, but if I was going to give them advice, it would be you're doing acrobatics to make that into a racial joke. To turn that into, hey, let's be racist for a couple of minutes and make a couple of edgy jokes, the The route to get there was too difficult. It didn't present itself naturally. I, at least I didn't think so. Yeah, but did you did you understand that? Would black people even no, know that their know. phone was going off? Like, the, yeah, throwing it down the ears. hallway would it ever stop or whatever the fuck yeah, they said? That, I don't even, I don't get what that meant. And then there was an apex of sound for some reason. None of it made any sense. The, these no, guys, that's what they do. They're constantly just swinging at everything, and the the pitch yeah. hasn't even been thrown yet. They've already yeah. struck the kind out. Of guys, and I remember I was, uh, you know. Not to name drop, I was talking to my pal Shane Gillis about this. And I said, Shane, <laughs> regale me with some tales. But he mentioned that literally, like, like their audience will go up to them and just drop slurs. Yeah. And be like, right, like, you find that funny, right? Like, we're both funny guys, because I just said retarded to you or something. And Shane's like, well, I kind of do it with, like, there's a there's a tact, there's a grace, there's a method to his madness. Like these guys seem like their whole show is based around finding a clip to send to Louis J. Gomez and be like, hey, look, we're edgy too. Yeah. We're just like you guys. Right. The the edgelords are not funny just being edgelords per se. And that's why I played that first clip on Twitter right. where they go, Yeah, these guys are calling us out for all the slurs we have. Oh yeah, well, those F slurs are ed bombs. You're like, oh, good one, but try a little harder and a joke, maybe. I don't know. But like, like I said, even in that context, I didn't mind that because it was almost their back was up against the wall. Let's throw a funny line out there. The rest of it is now we're purposely trying to be edgy. Mike, I have a very good sense of humor and yeah. I do not get offended by anything. So right. I feel like I'm a pretty good gauge of whether or not this edgy humor is working or not. And it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. working. I'm not offended by it. I don't give right. a fuck. It's just not entertaining. And it's yeah. very easy to do what these guys are doing. Anyone could do. That's what bums me out about this is that they're celebrating their celebrity nonstop and talking about their audience and their sponsors. Oh, let's talk about their sponsors real quick. These guys suck at having sponsors. This is at the one hour, 56 minute mark of their show. We have a sponsor, by the way. Well, we we can't read it at the fucking two hour mark. That's terrible. I have to piss. This is so much. We could could do that or just not do it at all. All right. So, Loretta, before you go. Okay, uh, Cole's, Cole's leaving. If we're gonna read the sponsor, then we have to fucking give it to him for free because you can't you can't bury an ad two hours deep into a podcast. That's wrong. Right. Sure as hell can. We we do what we do here. Whoa! Should okay. we read it, guys? Do you think we should read it? Everybody knows the sponsor anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. To you. <laughs> yeah, who's so in charge? The producer, why the <laughs> fuck guys, would you know these guys play by their own <laughs> rules, Mike. Watch out, <laughs> and they argue about it. They'll read the sponsor, read whatever the fuck they want. Well, we can't charge the sponsor for that. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, watch that, me. That's, that, that's not great for long-term uh, uh, loyalty from your sponsor. No, when you're like everyone knows what it is anyways. The read doesn't do any good. <laughs> not a good business decision to say that. So. Probably not. They went up on the black people jokes, and then it just gets so unfunny. They have nothing funny to say. So finally, someone realizes, like, hey, you know what? We're not being funny. We're not even trying to. And so Toad brings it back with another black person joke. Thank God Toad is there to bring the funny. You guys remember remember when we used to do this show and we were funny? 
Like last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah this, this episode is not yeah, funny I feel, at all. I feel like Legion of Skanks right now. This is terrible. I was, I, was, I was wondering, like, I think it's, it's kind of crazy that Top has, like, this personal uh, Faraday cage. But what I was thinking is, what if black people, because they're so often in cages that they're, like, they're, like living perpetually in a Faraday cage, and that's why they can't hear any of these beats. Jesus, Jesus Christ. That was such a deep dive. Dude, Dude, he just, like, Faraday cage? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad that Mike had the same reaction as his co-host. They're just like, oh, bloody. Oof. What are we doing? Well, that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying acrobatics to get to yes. racism. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's like, hey, if a racial joke presents itself, fucking swing for the fences, my sure, friend. That's the main thing I'm trying to say with these guys. Yeah. Is like, I'm not offended by what you're saying. Like, fucking go for it. But when you have to take the longest route possible to get back to black people, it's like, okay, we got it. My guess on all these guys is that they're not racist. That's the main takeaway is like, they seem like guys that just like ball busting and like to be funny or whatever. So they're almost like trying to make you believe they're racist by shoehorning race in every second. I personally like any joke that starts with, you know, black people are always in cages. Right, exactly. <laughs> Where are we going with this? All right. So now we get into some very childish ball busting on our buddy Toad up here. I think Toad. Uh, I've decided not, not to think about that. <laughs> Toad is a reincarnation of the guy that died that that uh, put the whole jar in his in his asshole. One man, one jar. And shattered. Yeah. yeah. One man, one jar. One that was like thirty something years ago. That guy died, and then Toad was born, and that Toad is heading toward the same exact, the same exact fate. That guy was my father, actually. Yo, your, your final destination is that, like something that's totally avoidable, but you do it anyways. Yeah, it's <laughs> fi- final destiny in us. <laughs> oh, not bad. Wow, that counts as a joke on this show. Huh. Well, they they were due, <laughs> they were due for something. I'm like, whoa, Toad, you said something that was mildly amusing. Congratulations, sir. Is that that guy's bit? Is that he's not funny? Because that was almost like a file, like an attaboy, a pat on the head after yeah. many missed jokes. It I think like. that is his bit that he's not funny. Okay. It's also the other guy's right. bit, the other guy's bit, the <laughs> other guy's bit, and the other guy's bit. <laughs> okay. But it's a pretty good bit. Every toad I know is hilarious. Yeah, usually. But okay. So there's a lot of them talking about their dicks and other people's dicks. There's a lot of dick talk, there's a lot of yelling. I think they've gotten better at shouting over each other since they watched our review of their show. They realize <laughs> that's, that's kind of annoying and not the best thing. So they do a little bit better with that. Yeah, also, but it's, by the way, and I'll say, like and I'll say good the, that Raven's dick. Yeah, Raven's dick. Yeah, if, 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 if Toad's is six and three quarters, Raven's is probably like an eight and a half, right? Are we going eight and a half? I'd give it like it a not nine. That's a solid enough. cock. It was a solid cock. Raven, Raven is, his dick is too skinny. It needs to be fatter. And that's what I'm saying, eight and a half, maybe eight, maybe eight, eight and a half, because like maybe it'd be like he got a low score on his on his girth. I mean, it depends. It depends if his if look, I'll just be honest. If his dick was actually just limp like that, his dick is enormous when it's hard. But I think (laughs) I I think it was I think it was immediate post beat. I have to point out this is over two hours long and easily 65 percent of the show is that. Yes. Talking about their dicks, and I've seen your dick, and I I shared your dick pic with so and so, and they said this about your dick. What you said that about my dick? Yeah, ass, dick, dick, ass. Oh dick, dick. god, it's well. That's the that's the thing about them saying like, hey, we're just like the regs. Is it seems like a bunch of guys that like podcasts, mm-hmm. like Legion of Skanks or Come Town, whatever. That Matt and Shane, that like, let's turn on the mics and just riff because we're very talented comedians. I think they think they can just do that. And what their show proves is that 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 is much harder than people yeah. realize. 
<laughs> like that's very difficult to do. I've been complaining about that, as you know, since we started this podcast, is that there are a few people who are really good at putting zero prep in, very few people, putting zero prep in, just being funny and spontaneous and interesting. Right. And those are the assholes that everyone's ripping off. It even goes back to the Opie and Anthony days when they would yes, have completely. Bill Burr in the studio and Colin Quinn and Patrice and, and all these guys, and they could just turn a mundane conversation into hilarious ball busting, and you're glued to your radio. And now everyone thinks they can do that because they did an open mic once and their family chuckled at their joke, and it's enraging to me. It's so right. frustrating. And these guys, from the little I've listened to them, like if they had some kind of format or structure, like they probably could be a better show. Like I think they could be. It could only be a better show. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be Carl's coaching tree, where you said they've already stopped talking over each other. Yep. So I think they're going to hear this. Maybe they'll stop saying the uh, the n word as much. I think in a few years, Carl's going to be like accepting awards with these guys. Like these were my guy. I brought them up from nothing. Maybe, although I do not want to be associated with them. At a certain point, <laughs> the guy tells this story about how they were singing happy birthday to his father-in-law, and he said, happy birthday, right. dear daddy. And he's like, oh, I can't believe I said that. It was so embarrassing. So this turns into this hilarious joke. No, no, no. I would turn it around on my father-in-law to show him who the man actually is. Be like, you want me to call you daddy? I'm going to fuck you in the ass. If you can show your father-in-law that you're the man, your father-in-law is like literally a faggot. (laughs) So what happened was Toad was trying to say, I'm going to fuck my father-in-law in the ass and tell him to call me daddy. But Cole, who's not listening, who's not listening, <laughs> wanted to get an F-slur out. So he just started yelling over Toad, yeah. trying to get his terrible right. joke out. This is what this show let's is. Each try, let's blurt out the wildest shit we can and see who comes out the victor. Yeah. It's bad enough they all swing at everything, but they all swing at the same time. At the same fucking time. You're in the batter's box, asshole. Yeah. Wait your turn. <laughs> He's going to strike out, but let him. Let him, let him strike <laughs> out, then he can come up. So, all right. That's our update on Tower Gang. Now, people who joined our show on in Discord, which is free to do every Saturday at 2, Wednesday at 5, or if you're checking us out on YouTube, which you can do when you sign up for our Patreon, Supercast, or YouTube subscription, you saw that we were sniping Centering John when we started off. John is back. We did the round table. We did episode two, a point dabble point yesterday on Shuley's yeah. channel. We were all speculating. Phil Elmore was on there. Missy B, the Reverend Bob Levy, Shuley, myself. We're all speculating. What's John going to do? Is he going to come back? Is he going to wait it out? Is he going to, will his comeback be March 10th at Comedy at the Carlson? Will he hold out that long? It's all been answered. He came back today. <laughs> he came back for revenge. He came and back. And this time uh, it's personal. <laughs> yeah, gun, guns are blazing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got a few things to discuss with you about him. I want to start off because Dabblers Anonymous, they there's some really talented creators in there that do some really good work. And this is... Pollution late seven four two five, who put this video together, where John's claiming that he's not litigious, and it doesn't take much, but you know you gotta have the footage. It must take a lot of time to pull this shit together. Very well done, John. You haven't seen Tropicana after you found all those maggots hanging out inside your OJ. No, 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 I didn't. I should have though. 
I'm not as litigious as you would think. But I am the victim here. I've won a lawsuit against <laughs> Sharon Stone. Yeah, you guys haven't heard about my lawsuit? I just hired a lawyer because now I got to sue him. Yeah. Yep, Popak is uh, going to help me out with another, another lawsuit. But I know who will address them, and that's my attorneys, and most of my friends are attorneys. Which is now a defamation of character. Libel and slander. <laughs> and guess what, you fuckface? I got enough money to pay attorneys all day, and I got good ones. You know, why don't you give everyone an update on what's going on with our lawsuit against SiriusXM? I have talked to my attorney, the great Michael Popak. <laughs> you, my friend, will be seeing a lawsuit coming down the pike. I'm in discussion the greatest heads, with a yo. very, very powerful attorney. Powerful attorney. About following up this cease and desist with a lawsuit. Buy some furniture. When Bo- I have tape of Bob saying he's going to try and get me fired from LAUSD, which he succeeded. <laughs> that... That is breaking the law in the state of California. (laughs) And I could now sue you and win. A a lawsuit's coming, and it's not going to be a civil one. It's going to be a criminal one. (laughs) That's how lawsuits work. That's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Criminal lawsuits. (laughs) A cease and desist has gone out to a big corporation, (laughs) and it will be followed by a lawsuit. Case dismissed. <laughs> so, brilliant video. Unbelievable compilation. People think I'm litigious. I don't know where they got that from. <laughs> I said not as litigious as you might think. Right. <laughs> so that was Pollution Late, 7425. And, Very nice uh, done. Yes, and I have another video that I want to play for you guys from Dabblers Anonymous. Barnes and Noobs. We play his stuff quite a bit on here. This is... Southern John's can, Contradiction Corner. Can I say, too, I appreciate these guys doing this, because every time I hear John go off on one of these rants about you or Shuli or whatever, the, the 10 million rants he does every single day, Yeah, I think I wish I had, like, a compilation of everything Yeah, to refute every point John is making, because I know they're out there, but John, I think John just knows most people don't have at the ready a compilation like this that disproves everything he says. That's what's amazing about these is that people are able to pull this shit together. It's it's yeah. perfect. It's going over years of time, and it's perfect. It's not about... Everything is not about fucking money. It's about adventure. Flashback. Hey, <laughs> tell him to stop paying me money to prick. Here, Dr. Steve, <laughs> pay the piper. Pay the piper, Dr. Steve. Pay the piper. I don't want to hear people say I'm begging for money. Greg Opie Hughes yeah, from the Opie and Anthony show. Yeah, the guy who wouldn't send me 40 bucks. Hey, listen, we got 35 <laughs> more minutes. I, I better see some Venmos. I don't want to hear people say I'm begging for money. I don't know why John uh, is teaching. I, you know, I thought he's rich. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like making more money, but I enjoy money. I like it. <laughs> I like money. What a ghoul. A flashback. What a ghoul. It's yeah. not about, everything <laughs> is not about fucking money. It's about adventure. I remember adventure. when I was on uh, John's show and he was playing his Why Do They podcast mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yes. And I, I go, John, I don't get why that's funny. Why do they podcast? He goes, well, because I think it's like a podcast. I want to know why you do it. I go, well, it's my living. It's what I do for a living. Right. Oh, so it's all about money? I go, no. 
the reason why I podcast is my job. That's what I do for a living. Also, yeah. it's all about money for you. Well, <laughs> I, I think you something... can even refute that with like, no, I like it too. Like, it's yeah, it's also fun. fun. It's yeah. better than a regular job, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a boss, so that's pretty cool. So I don't know. Yeah, but... like... <laughs> he doesn't understand not wandering into something. You know, what do you mean? <laughs> getting right. a job right. by accident. Right. Yeah. I mean, he didn't set out to even podcast, really. No, he he was a film student. He wanted to be like an actor and director. Yeah. All right. So one of my favorite things that's going on on the internet today is Such Joe's Fair Use Baloney Factory at the Baloney Factory on YouTube. And he's doing this thing where he uses Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And uses the real audio from John. That's cool. I might have already played this one, but I don't care. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> These okay. are great. Keep keep those super chats coming. Keep all that coming because I am booking a flight and crew to Washington, D.C. to interview these jackaloons like the <laughs> squad. No, hold on. The squad are the Democrats that people like him love, right? He doesn't know what he's oh. talking about. <laughs> well, he's like, going to finally take him to task. Yeah, it's like AOC <laughs> and uh, Ilham Omar and stuff. And he's talking about like, oh, yeah, I'm going to these jackaloons. No, it is. Uh, excuse me, my full figgy Latina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless, he, unless he's talking about something I don't know about. I don't know. <laughs> Did you see the back and forth with him and Lenny Dykstra that just happened recently? I heard him address this and I saw something about it on Reddit, but I don't know the full back. Did he try to get Lenny on the show or something? Yeah, so. This is what happened. I'm, I'm pulling up the tweets right now so that we can check it out. John comes on here and John tweeted at Lenny. And he says, from nails to jails to internet fails. So Lenny says, he's trying so hard, LOL. So now that I've gotten him excited, I should start ignoring him just before he tries yet again to get me to come on his show. Maybe he'll have better luck with Crazy Alice or Big Black. So John says... In response to that, Mookie was the only center fielder anyone will remember from 86. I only <laughs> wanted you on my show to exploit what a mess you have become. Now, not so much. So he doesn't even understand what he's saying. He's like, I was going to have you on my show to exploit you and show whatever, what a loser you are. But now I'm never going to do that anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, I would hope not. You missed your chance. <laughs> you missed your chance of me exploiting you, Mr. Dykstra. He's well, so this is again, this is again where John wraps himself into a pretzel yep. because now someone <laughs> will say, hey, John, you know, how you say it's wrong that all these people just have you on their show to humiliate you and make a fool of you. Weren't you going to do that to Lenny Dykstra? Yep. And he's going to have to say, I was kidding when I said that or whatever excuse he comes up with. Right. Whatever nonsense he says. So uh, Lenny responds to this again from nails to rails to jails. And Lenny Dykstra says, from not interested in coming on your show to still not interested in coming on your show. And then John responds, don't worry. I don't want convicted felons on my show. But you asked him to come on your show, John. Yeah. That's you're too Apparently, late repeatedly. Yeah. It's like that's way too late. Just because he turned uh, you down. And this is this is literally a girl saying, I'm mm-hmm. not interested in you. And you're going, well, you're fat and ugly anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, if you accepted my invitation, I was going to say too late. So (laughs) jokes on you. (laughs) So John now is going guns a blazing on Lenny Dykstra, a guy who, listen, we all know what Lenny's deal is. He's not doing well. He's nuts. He's not doing great. My favorite thing about Lenny Dykstra, we talk about this on the creep op, but not recently, is the fact that he lost a defamation lawsuit 
because the judge said, there's nothing anyone could say about you that would harm your reputation more than you've harmed your own reputation. I've never <laughs> right. even heard of that before. That's pretty prejudiced. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Lenny Dykstra is such a mess of a human that you can say anything you want about him and he can't sue you. So John right. says, on June 6, 2011, Dykstra was arrested and charged with 25 misdemeanor and felony counts of grand theft, auto, identity theft, filing false financial statements, and possession of cocaine, ecstasy, and the human growth hormone known as whatever. For whatever reason, John's trying to air this guy's dirty laundry like, yeah, and you know what else about Dykstra? <laughs> this guy was arrested. Everyone's just like, yawn. Yeah. <laughs> we know. He's also not very nice. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Holy shit. You really think you're breaking news with that information? Jesus, he's so lazy. He's so fucking stupid. It's like if you were going after fucking Mike Tyson and Tyson yeah. clapped back at you and you were like, well, joke's on you, buddy. Anyone ever seen him bite off of Vander Holyfield's ear? Yeah, this guy's nuts. Did you guys know like, that he went to prison for rape? I can't. No, we do. Yeah, no, we knew <laughs> we that. We've all accepted Fucking decades ago. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk real quick. I'm hoping that the next episode of WHTP, maybe I have to do a special surprise episode or something because this is so hot right now. John did a revenge sure. episode about me today. And uh, Mike, you were watching it. I saw you super chatting. Because you want yes. you want this IQ test to happen, and John's whole thing is just like, "Oh, I'll do the IQ test as long as I don't have to do anything to set it up, and you guys just take care of all of it for me." It would and, be like and, if you invited me on the podcast today, and I was like, "Absolutely," and you were like, "All right, do all the prep and uh, yeah. set up the Streamyard." Yep. <laughs> so, like, so we'll do it on I your channel then, right? Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> what the fuck. But yeah, well, my, can I say my main takeaway though? Yeah, please. I will say this because I had not heard this before. It seems to me. That uh, John is under the impression that you guys uploaded, and you know, Chris, don't bullshit me here. Carl's going to bullshit me. Did you guys upload the MP3 of his book to your Patreon? Okay. So this is where I tuned into his stream today. (laughs) Because people are saying to John, John, you tried to get Carl's pay. So, okay, let me back up a little bit. Muttering Jay. And uh, I don't think I've talked about this before. But I have this inside source of information about Stuttering John, and I get some interesting tidbits from time to time, and I give them to Muttering Jay to put out, because Muttering Jay likes to break news. He does a great, he used to do a great job with it. You're so, his deep throat. So there was a thing, yeah. So there was a thing where John was talking about how he bought a five-bedroom house in New Mexico, and he's going to be moving to New Mexico. And everyone's just like, what kind of lie is this? What doesn't make sense? What's he doing? No one would be impressed by that if he did do that. So it's a right. weird brag. It's kind of like the Jamaica thing. Like, okay, yeah. go to Jamaica then. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so I got uh, some inside information that John had not bought a house in New Mexico, but actually was looking to put down some money on a house in Florida on the Gulf Coast. So that was the information I gave to Muttering Jay. Now, another thing I gave to Muttering Jay was that Hell Sparks was done with John. That Hell Sparks was officially no longer going to do shows with John. And I gave it to Muttering Jay, and Muttering Jay didn't post that once, not twice, not thrice. He has posted it probably a dozen and a half times over the past year and a half. He's been celebrating the fact that Hell Sparks is done with Stuttering John, and every few weeks, Muttering Jay will come and be like, it's been this many days or this many weeks since they've had this dispute, and Hell Sparks is done with John. So now Muttering Jay is putting out screenshots of my DMs to him, giving him this information. I don't know what's in it for Muttering Jay to do this. I don't know if he thinks he's getting a gotcha on me or what the deal is. 
The fact right. of the matter is it takes two to tango. I gave him the information and he was very happy to report on it. Now, months later, he's acting like he wasn't part of the guilty parties doing this. He's just like, can you believe this fucking Carl guy? What an asshole <laughs> giving me this information that I was more than happy to post and put out there for everyone. Which is either clearly a bit he's doing or there's a psychotic break of some kind, right? Like either he's clearly doing a bit where he's still fucking with John on some level or like he's snapped, I guess. Those That's are the, the only, only options, thing really, I can right? think is that he's still doing a bit, although I've heard otherwise from other people that he has snapped and really? he's just, yeah, he's just gone this weird route. And I, I don't know. I okay. honestly, I spend zero time thinking about muttering Jay. I could give a fuck. Sure. It's, a, it's a fucking Twitter account with 3,000 followers. It's, it's neither here nor there. It doesn't do anything to me. But anyway, so because of that, John is now justified in any action he takes against me, even trying to get my Patreon taken down. So people are saying, like, well, you know, Carl might have given this information. And when John's calling it doxing him. Yes. John, you're stuttering John Melendez. You're a public figure. I've never given out your phone number, your address, anything. I've never done anything that would let people know where you work, where you live. It's not anything I've ever done. I don't dox people. It's, they wouldn't do anything for me. But right. John's like, well, Carl doxed me because, why? Well, I got inside information. You didn't buy a house in New Mexico. That's not doxing you. It's calling you off for being a liar because you're a liar. Anyway. Yeah, and that was all on his LinkedIn anyways. You could have looked it up. <laughs> it's all over LinkedIn. So... <laughs> Apparently, he's now justified in anything he does against me. So people in his chat were saying, well, John, you got to remember, you tried to take his Patreon down. And John goes, well, the only reason why I did that is because he posted my entire book, which is my livelihood, on his Patreon. So he's, he's going back to that well again. That was different. Shame that was different. on you. That's why all he ever do does. That? For that whatever reason, he's going back to that well. Now, I'll say it for the one millionth time. <laughs> I did not post it. And what's weird is that John is now saying that he's the one who saw the link himself. He's got a screenshot. He's he got goes, screenshots. He's got a screenshot. He saw it himself. I've seen the photoshops. And then someone's <laughs> like, no, you said your friend saw it. He's like, well, my friend saw it too. He saw, I saw it. Then he saw it. John's <laughs> well, lying. Yes. Again, back, back to the compilations and how perfect <laughs> yes. those are and how needed those are. Right. And John today said, no, he's like, how, how hard is this to understand? Like, we're the idiots for not getting it. Yes. He says, I took a screenshot. My friend also took a screenshot. <laughs> I sent YouTube the screenshot. It's like, well, then why ever mention your friend? Who gives a fuck? Correct. Because <laughs> he's lying. Because he's changing his story. And right. he's saying that he sent it to Patreon and that it was a big deal. The other funny thing, too, is, again, I never posted his entire book on my Patreon. I wouldn't do that. It makes zero sense for me to do that. But the other thing, too, is that John is saying... Well, that's how I make my living, selling those books. Okay, let's pretend that's true. It's not. Let's <laughs> pretend John's making money from his audio book. He's not. How many people were deterred from buying his book because they downloaded it off my Patreon and just decided, like, fuck, I was going to order this, but now I don't need to. I got it from Carl. The answer would be, even if I did post it, the answer would still be zero. Oh, you don't let me guess. I was going to say 43,000. <laughs> 43,000. <laughs> let me guess. <laughs> The funny thing about John is he, he doesn't realize the overlap of people who are fans of WATP and people who are legit fans of Stuttering John is zero. The Venn diagram does not connect. <laughs> yeah, there's not even a piece right. of paper there. They're not touching each other. It's not a thing. I, I said this to you, uh, I think just off air before we were doing uh, WATS at one point, where like 
imagine John, and he still doesn't realize this to this day because he still engages with it. But like, if John, the day you made fun of John for the first time, we're like, oh, Stuttering John is a pretty shitty podcast. If he never addressed you guys, you would have just moved on, and this segment would now be Opie or Patrick Michael or Correct. someone else that you guys make fun of. Like, John wouldn't even be on the radar if he didn't address you guys and feel the need to respond. And now he still feels the need to respond to everything. He's learned nothing. No. <laughs> and that was the thing that we were talking about. Missy B is here. Easy for you to steal. It's not the name of the book. It's easy for you to say, <laughs> Missy. But that was the thing that we were talking about on the roundtable. When he comes back, if he comes back, will he have learned to approach things differently? Or will he continue to try the exact same thing to no avail? To actually yeah. harm him. And of course, this is why we love John. He learns nothing. Also, I got to call out uh, Cardiff Electric, who says, quit doxing everyone, chompers. All right, That's Kend- a good point. Kindy will be up momentarily. She's waiting in the wings here. But uh, I saw Cardiff on John's show. I don't know if you guys know this about Cardiff, but when there's a, a fire, he likes to fan the flames, this guy. <laughs> That's his thing. And yet <laughs> pretend that he's a fireman. He's the old fan flaming <laughs> Cardiff Electric. John literally said today, he read some chat from Cardiff Electric yeah. and goes, and Cardiff, I've never known to lie. Yeah. Oh, so, so Cardiff gets out there and, you know, he gives him his 279 funny money, whatever he does. And yeah. he goes, actually, John, I downloaded your book from Carl's yes. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you, and Cardiff doesn't lie. And Cardiff doesn't lie. <laughs> yeah. Cardiff Electric has never been known to troll anyone. <laughs> oh, man, the Creep Off channel is here. I don't know. Persona non grata over here. Vinny's a man without a country. <laughs> yeah. You're a big topic of conversation on Suttering John's show today, Vinny. Apparently, uh, Vinny and John had a long phone call conversation. Did you ask him about his trip to Jamaica at all, Vinny? Love to know about. <laughs> so well, this uh, is where you see the, 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 the cracks in the armor always start to chisel away when John's like, I like Vinny. But here are several reasons why I'm going to hate him eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the the thing that John can't wrap his head around, and this is a trait that John has had his entire life, is he thinks he can determine who can be friends with who. So the thing he keeps coming back to, he's like, I don't know why he's friends with Carl. Yeah. I don't right. I don't get it. I, don't, I mean, if this guy, is he really still doing a show with Carl? I mean, this guy's a loser. You know, he's like... He can't believe that Vinny could be talking to John on the phone and right. then doing a podcast with me the next day. It's like, you know, Zoom reminds me of how Zumok always brought things back to high school. Yeah. And by comparison, Chad seems so much more mature than John. <laughs> hey, well, in a way, I have a clip of Chad coming up in a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> to refute that point. <laughs> yeah. But if John- I was determined to do it, I could break up Richard Ojeda and Stuttering John if I wanted to. <laughs> Simply by. <laughs> Simply by having Richard on my show every week. but Because I, I would just do that and then right. message him and be like, oh, you wouldn't believe what Richard said, John. <laughs> like, if I wanted to do that, I could. Right, but no one would ever want to do that. It's really right. stupid to of even course. try to do such a thing. So the other thing that we were, I think we were talking about in the cold open today, I don't know if that's going to make it to the final show or not, so I'll bring it up again. The fact that everyone figured out the picks that John was sending about Jamaica were not his picks. It was very obvious. And there were some sleuths that actually got to the bottom of it in a fun way. Right. And immediately, immediately (laughs) figured it out. So then John is talking about how, you know, he's always playing 40 chess 
And so he was posting those pics because everyone's obsessed with him and he wanted to prove everyone's obsessed with them. And he knew that people were going to figure out with reverse image search a thing that I couldn't believe John said this on his stream. He was like, <laughs> I know how to use reverse image search. Like, no, you don't. What are you talking about? So he said he doesn't know how to super chat people. <laughs> right. I know. So anyway, <laughs> he's, he's claiming they knew that people were going to figure this out. But then at the same time, people are asking him how was Jamaica, and he's answering. So he's acting like he really was in Jamaica. That's the thing. I got to go back and rewatch this episode. How does he make that leap from, yeah, I was joking about, or I was trolling you guys with those photos, but I did actually go to Jamaica. He wants it both ways. What the fuck was that, Mike? Did you watch this? Right. Why? So why not take pictures of Jamaica while you were there? <laughs> I threw you off my trail and told you where the trail went. Because <laughs> he also said... The reason I didn't take pictures in Jamaica was because I got a haircut and I wanted to uh, <laughs> reveal it on the show. Ooh, what a great treat that was for all of us, John. Thank you for not spoiling that. But what if you were in Jamaica and didn't want to take a picture of your hair, which you didn't, why not just take a picture of Jamaica? Why do you need a Google image? It doesn't make any fucking sense, Mike. That's, no, that's, the, that's the logic of a retard. Yes. John is, is not an intelligent person. That's his next book. <laughs> that I would read. There was a, a George Carlin book called uh, Brain Droppings that I enjoyed oh, yeah. quite a bit. We're just kind of a bunch of non sequiturs, you know, just kind of things. I would read, you know, something John tries to put structure with his book, with like chapters, yeah. which is hilarious. It's hilarious. None of that makes sense. But if there was just a Suttering John Brain Droppings yeah. style book, Deep Thoughts. Yeah, I would fucking read the shit out well, of that and then post it on my chapter Patreon. three and be like, this feels like the same as chapter one. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it was funny then. Take my money. That's all I would say to that. All right. Let me bring up a very excited, not yawning at all, Kindy, who's joining the show. I always oh. find the right... I'm like the server that comes over after you take a, take a big bite. You go, hey, how's the food? Everything? You guys eat anything over here? Sorry about that. How's that going, Kindy? Everything's great. How are you, Tarl? <laughs> Sorry. I called you Tindy. I messed up. Oh, I was thinking of nothing. I was thinking of Tinder because I, you know, I'm trying to hook yeah, up with kind of what I figured. Kinder but you're more of a grinder guy on a dating app, and so I was oh. thinking of Tinder, and then I said Tindy, and I apologize. You've been so nice to me and so rude of me to mess up your name. I'm sorry. That's I don't understand that at all. Yeah, it's fucked up. People fuck my name up all the time. I've never gotten someone to replace K with T. <laughs> It's a special kind of retarded. <laughs> I also, well, welcome. What, what are the ways I should fuck up your name then? Please list them. If I can't tell you. <laughs> All right. He's yeah. a nickname, so I can't say anything. Such a fun will they won't they vibe with you two. This is a fun dynamic. <laughs> oh god. Listen, Mr. Mike, I'm a big fan, first oh, of all. But you had it way off. Oh. I'm not into club feet. Well, you have those fixed, I think. You can work around that. I can walk around I know. The the essence is still there. The idea, the ghost. Mentally, you'll always know. Still there. All right. So uh, Bob Johnson says, my dream woman. But I like Vinny coming back. Say hello to (laughs) Grindy. Congratulations, Vinny, on your win. Even better is Lawyers, Guns, and Money with uh, Mm. Cunty. That is closer. That's closer, yes. (laughs) Starts with the right uh, consonant sound. So you got that going for you. All right. Now, uh, Kenny, I brought you on a little bit early mm-hmm. because you're such a delight. <laughs> we were having too much fun. I'm like, how can I ruin this? Oh, that's right. I wanted to play you guys this clip. Husey, who I need to get back to. He sent me a couple notes. Sorry, Husey. Husey recently had Chad Zumach on his show. And so, as we all know, Husey's a big fan of the Ant-Man, Anthony Cunha. Sure. 
who's uh, currently well, he's not uh, he's not hospitalized. Missy let us know that he's out of the hospital. He's doing very well. Good. So that's great news. But um, apparently not everyone is pulling for Anthony to do well. Our buddy Chad Zumach has his thoughts on the topic. Jesus. He really is just a giant piece of shit. And I do enjoy pointing it out from time to time. It's Anthony Muggs. And I'm going to tell you this right now. It'll never stop because I know radio guys. I've been around them a million times. And I have no problem with Opie, even though he's going to have a problem after this. Opie and Anthony are both egomaniacs. Both of them. You guys are fucking egomaniacs. You could easily get along if you wanted to. But no, you have huge egos because you made all that money and had that fame at one point. First off, Chad talking about being an egomaniac and saying people can get along easily is crazy. Why, why, Chad inserting himself into a 20-year relationship and just dissolving it down to like, ah, they could put their differences aside. Yeah. Like, no, they hate each other. Who cares? Like, Yes, I hope he does have a tremendous ego. I, I don't think Anthony does, at least not the, not the vibe I get from him, but maybe he does. But they had a 20-year relationship, and Chad's like, they'd be fine together. Like, who the fuck is he to say? But he's also saying that they're egomaniacs, right. and that's why they can't put their differences aside. Hypocrite! Right, and just get along. Now, I remember when Chad first started sniping KB and doing Kumia's cocks, and he finally had 200, 300 people watching it. And he was insufferable. He was winning. He had all this money. He could buy houses. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted. Chad's one of these guys, like Tower Gang, that if he were successful, would not be able to handle it well. In fact, I remember when I was hanging out with Ray DeVito in Detroit at our live show. Afterwards, we were hanging out at the bar. And I was asking Ray about what Chad was like when they lived in Cleveland together. And Chad was on the radio, on the Alan Cox show. Yeah. And he was insufferable. Chad had a I little imagine. bit of notoriety, a little bit of fame in Cleveland. People knew who he was. And... He was such a pain in the ass. He's such an egomaniac that they couldn't deal with him. They had to let him go from the show. Alan Cox was just like, I can't have this fucking guy be the third Mike. He thinks he owns the place. Right. Chad's a guy whose attitude is most of the reason for his lack of success. And Correct. he's trying to tell people how to adjust their attitudes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if only they would listen to me. No one should listen to you, Chad. You're a fucking moron. All right. Let's let's hear what else he has to say. Let's keep it classy, as Missy says. And I don't care if you don't like me. Either one of you. Anthony, I don't wish you well. I think you're hilarious, but I want you to be dead. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So, so, but you, you have a problem with Opie? I thought you, you and Opie got along. I'm fine with Opie, I, I th- but he's an egomaniac. He's every radio dude I ever met. Like, he blew he blew me off. He was supposed to do our football show. Blew uh, me off. I went on his... Oh, it's personal. Yeah. Okay, of course. He's like, every radio guy I ever know blows me off. Yeah, because your football show has no viewers. Nobody cares. And also, Opie's not going to have any hot takes on football. I can guarantee <laughs> yeah. you that. The Eagles are pretty good this year. Are they, Opie? Yeah, my Philly crew thinks they're pretty good. Yeah, Philly your Philly crew has got that figured out. Good job, Ope. Well, Thanks Chad for also, hopping on. Chad really choked up on that one. Like, he had something profound about to come out of his mouth. Yep. And he goes, I want Anthony to be dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. like something like a fifth grader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good one. Wow, this edgelord over here, Chad Zubach. Well done, buddy. This dumb show that gets 37 views four times. I didn't really want to do it. I just did it. And he thinks he's still Opie from 2001. Oh, You're not. You're a fucking bottom of the barrel. Hughesy's more popular than you are. Ooh, sorry, Hughesy. So, again, anytime, <laughs> anytime Chad goes on someone's show, he's doing them a favor. He's like, yep. I did Opie's show. He wouldn't even do my show. I was, I, Opie's nothing. 
Well, Chad, you going on a show didn't help at all. <laughs> so what does that say about you? Exactly. In, in <laughs> yeah. the same breath, he just doesn't realize. He it. doesn't even fucking realize yeah. it. Well, what's even shittier than that attitude is going on and telling Opie how great he is and, and kissing Opie's ass. And then yep. afterwards being like, I just even, I did it. I didn't even give a shit about it. It's like, well, you were pretending to. You didn't go on with the attitude of like, this does nothing for me and everything for you. You didn't have that attitude when you were on the show. So where was that? Yeah, good point. Because you're right. When he was on there, he was kissing Opie's ass. Talking right. about how great he is. Now, he's the same guy who used to wear the captain's hat because he was steering the ship just like Opie used to. So Chad just goes wherever the wind is blowing. He loves to talk about how he's not into a pylon and that he can't wait to be part of a pylon. He's such a fucking douchebag. Apparently, he's supposed to go on MLC and Kevin Brennan is going to bring in a psychiatrist or a psychologist to evaluate him or something. Oh, and from what I've heard, bit. it's been negotiated $800 for Chad to do this. Wow. Chad, well, well, have- money well spent, Kevin. We're going to find out that Chad is a liar. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was going to say loser, but yeah. <laughs> hold on. Hold on a second. I, I don't normally negotiate on behalf of non-clients, but Chad, get more money. Tell Kevin you need $2,000 or else you're not doing it or else you're walking. <laughs> now that's revenge. You could do better than that. I, I think that Kevin should pay you up front $2,000. That's what you're worth, Chad. Make sure you get that fucking money. It's like I said about the IQ test too, where like I'm, I, I would do the IQ test against John. I think it'd be funny. Whatever, it even be funny. It'd be funny if I lost. Almost honestly, yeah. But it's a, it's a win yeah. for me either way. <laughs> right, exactly. So my, but my whole thing was like at the end of it, because Hack Ride's like we gotta, we gotta make John do this. And my thing was at the end of this, like, or what are we gonna get to call John dumb? Like we already know that, you know, right. So right. like this whole like oh we're gonna test Chad and his psychological state no like we we've done a pretty good job analyzing him I think we know the problems right the the best possible scenario payoff is not that great right <laughs> like, exactly. oh, okay well we got the proof that everybody already knew so okay cool good stuff all right so we got Kindy right Kindy yes <laughs> on the show and of course uh, Mike is here I saw Cardiff stalking us in the chat but i guess he doesn't want to join the show but either way it's time to play everyone's favorite game show and that would be of course to catch an alien it's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien are you ready to play to catch an alien Kindly stop in the name yes, of the please, law. Yes, please. Give me that bag. You'll be okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, he's got a forty-five in his pocket and a knife. <laughs> Can you please give me that bag on your way out? Yes. Unreal. But yeah. And we had, uh, I always mess up her first name, Ye- Yaomi. Yaomi. Yaomi Park. She's a, a North Korean defector. <clears throat> She's in New York. Some drug dealer offer, offers her son a lollipop, and it had fentanyl in it. Oh. She goes to the cop and goes, do you see this? And the cop's like, he doesn't want to- I'm staying out of it. That's, hold on a second. I know I'm not supposed to pause this. I'm supposed to let this play. <laughs> how the fuck is a cop supposed to know that a lollipop has fentanyl in it? And how the fuck does she know <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, that was my first question. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, uh, fentanyl pops, fentanyl pops. Who wants them? You want Stop one, right there, citizen. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's he talking about? All right, I'm sorry. I won't interrupt again. We'll keep it going. That's how crazy. Yeah, it's. we're all going to suffer the consequences of a an, um, an inefficient law enforcement system. Now, what do you think of the whistleblowers? What did Tommy say next? <laughs> Here are your choices. Number one, 
Purdue Pharma. B. The UFO thing. Next. Hoverboards. <laughs> Four. Google. And lastly, January 6th. To catch an alien. Wow. All right. In the context of what he's talking about, the only thing that makes sense to me is Purdue Pharma. Although I want it to be UFOs. I'm going to go with one Purdue Pharma. Producer Chris, what do you think? Uh, fuck. I usually go to you last. I'm sorry. I, no, that's fine. The spot. <laughs> I'm going to go Google. All right. Google. That's number four. Uh, what do you think, Blind Mike? I'll take UFOs. Because <laughs> right. Since you wanted it, I figure we I might as well I want it to happen, up. for sure. Yeah. I want to believe. Uh, Kindy, what do you think? I wanted to take UFOs, but... To make Cardiff lose, hopefully, I'll go, let's see, what's more likely? I'll go lastly, January 6th. Yes. Hoverboards is definitely the joke answer in here. There's no way. (laughs) I remember when I was a kid, that was a big conspiracy that hoverboards actually existed after Back to the Future 2 came out. They're like, you know that they actually have this technology and they're keeping it from us, right? A bunch of my friends thought that. Like, why? Why would they keep that from us? Because they want it. (laughs) Hey, maybe Tommy has the same question. Why? It was like oh, Eddie maybe. Bravo level of understanding conspiracies because <laughs> they don't want us to have it. They don't want us to know the truth. Oh, okay. okay sure. <laughs> Why not? All right. We're all locked in. Producer Chris, you got our answers over there. Correct. We each have a different answer. Cardiff wins with hoverboards. Otherwise, one of us will win the game. And that's all that matters. We've done over two hours of these podcasts. None of it mattered. This is why we're here. This is what matters. Agreed. He doesn't want to- I'm staying out of it. That's how crazy. Yeah, it's... We're all going to suffer the consequences of a an, um, an inefficient law enforcement system. Now, what do you think of the whistleblowers? Like, just like the UFO thing. All of a sudden, oh, now there's whoa, UFOs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right? Nice. My, my. Congratulations. I've never won before. Wow. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for this. All right. Well, do you have an accepted speech or not? <laughs> Congratulations. I just want to thank Cardiff for putting this all together. You know, he's really the backbone of this program. Fuck Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, didn't you say you were going to pick UFOs? Yeah. We'll share this one. I'll share this victory. No, one. no. Right. Kindy's a loser. What? Guys, <laughs> Kindy is a loser. Oh, you too. All right. Let's, let's watch the rest of this. <laughs> Will they, won't they kill each other? Both thing. All of a sudden, now there's UFOs. I love this time. Right? Now we're UFOs. <laughs> so Great. tell me what you think about this because, you, you know, you've worked with the, these people. Wait, wait. When you say I've worked with these okay, people, okay, you've who worked, are you you've about? worked, he was a okay, cop. <laughs> you've worked around the feds. Mm-hmm law enforcement, so on and so forth. So when you see a, a whistleblower out of nowhere, all of a sudden there's fucking aliens and UFOs. and That's where Tupac went on the UFO. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's oh, oh, oh he's that's right. Dead. The one that went 15 million light years yeah, and Greg, got here Greg, sorry, and it crashed. Greg, he's actually not dead. Uh, he got abducted by aliens. That was a false body of Tupac, so sorry. What planet sorry is break he on right now? Um, you know? I don't know. Yeah, Nubia. Uh, Nubia. 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 Whatever the planet yeah. is. That's... Tupacalypse. Tupacalypse, yeah. maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry to break it to you. But... Uh, well, <laughs> I guess I was wrong. <laughs> so what's your take on that? Of what's UFOs? your take on this? UFO... Well, just not necessarily the UFOs, but the fact that now all this of a sudden you have a line to report to. Yeah. You have whistleblowers coming out <laughs> saying that there's bodies and crafts, but no one ever has anything. No one ever has a piece of anything. Mm-mm. But everything else in this world, somebody has something, even if it's a speck. But there was one in Brazil. There was one here. But there, nobody has anything but stories. Yeah. What do you think's going on with this? Oh, interesting conversation. I, I uh, realize the point. is like, hear the whole thing? Me and him. 
we would never have had this conversation until now. Right. And now all of a sudden we're like having arguments over it. Right. You're not talking about what bathroom you're going to go into, how fucked up that is, or how yeah. 70 million people are coming through the border <laughs> with drugs and terrorists. Yep. Like terrorists just, mm-hmm. what, they go to sleep? And it's just people walking by. Who's the real illegal immigrants? <laughs> it's the aliens. Yeah. They're uninvited. Yeah. But They're... For, yeah, forget about everything that's going on. Let's just talk <laughs> about the UFOs coming down. Want to go out tonight? Maybe we'll see one, you know? Yeah. That's how I am, too. Like, it, just a what? big deflect. Because it was too sudden. <laughs> yeah. Stupid fucking <laughs> black all the t- That's all for this time. <laughs> Come back next go. time. Oh, that's Find all? Find out if you have the fentanyl lace lollipops enough <laughs> to catch an alien. Brought to you by subredditsurfing.com. Sign up to our Patreon today. Also, don't forget, tickets for the live show are available at carlsoncomedy.com. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. (laughs) 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 Oh, fucking Cardiff. He always, he has to run way too long. What a shit show that is, though. Jesus Christ. (laughs) garbage show gets hundreds of thousands of views you know well of course it does and they're all definitely legit Mm -hmm. guys what have we done today we talked about dave and mahoney and we listened to the voicemailers with their jumping off points which were all fan fucking tastic are you garbage in the cringe of the week ray devito's guest doesn't know that girls show their boobs on the internet someone should tell kindy that's a thing you can do Tony Muskrat with Snow Loser coming in. The Tower Gang is so edgy, we can't keep up. Stuttering John Melendez is back from Jamaica and back from his suspension on YouTube, and he's out for revenge. (laughs) And he's going to get it. He's going to get us good. Z-Man wishes death on Anthony because he's always keeping it classy and he's always hilarious. You know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? And we do this in order to get you excited about it. It's known in the radio business as a tease, which is why we call it the teaser. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff, right? Clever. Did you know that, Kendi? It's a radio thing. Never heard of it before. You're such an expert. Well, I said it to impress you, so I'm glad. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) Anyway, this is a clip of the show, and uh, Principled Uncertainty sent this one in for us to to check out. I mean, it's possible your number shows up. They go, "Uh uh-oh. (laughs) We don't want her to write another firmly worded letter. (laughs) But Put on your smile face. It's her. <laughs> and now, cheese wits. Oh, God. Bonjour. Hello. Bonjour. Hello again. There we Hello. go. I, I didn't have the audio on. <laughs> so I was trying to act like I was just being super polite and saying bonjour twice. You were just being extra French. Yes. Yes. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Then there's then there's the Fredneck. Fred Fredneck. Fredneck's what we are. Do you know that my granddaughter is gonna be ten years old tomorrow? This is a show called Cheese Wits. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Jesus be checking Christ. that out on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts. I know. We already want the show to be out. It's not out yet. Sorry guys. It's just a tease. I- I spit on my laptop here when I heard cheese wits. <laughs> I was taken aback by it. Pretty good stuff. Uh, I want to point out, I did notice this earlier and I forgot to mention it, 
Vinny noticed that Kindy is wearing a Misfits shirt. <laughs> Ooh. Not cool. <laughs> there is a uh, there's a moratorium on that sort of thing on this show. Maybe you didn't get the uh, the memo on that. All right. Sorry, it's not mean. <laughs> Apology accepted. <laughs> so, Kindy's here. We're gonna read some reviews. Uh, first, I want to talk about Blind Mike, who joined us, who's fan fucking tastic. Every time he comes on the show. We, of course, have a show together called Who Are These Socials. has its own RSS feed wherever you get podcasts. You can listen to that. But you can also watch it live on our YouTube channel. And that is every Thursday at 6 p.m. But also blindmike.net because Mike has so much, so many other things going on. Yes, many, many other things. You can find all the links for Who Are These Socials, by the way, at blindmike.net. Uh, all the links for Blind Mike Project and Why You Laughing. Why You Laughing is the history of comedy podcast I do. Um, Blind Mike Project will be live tomorrow at 10 if you want to join us Sunday morning. That's 10 East for those of you that uh, get confused. So wake up tomorrow and you can watch me and Craig talk about all kinds of different uh, hijinks. And if you want to become a YouTube member, uh, subscribe to the YouTube or become a YouTube member. Links for that are there as well. And you can subscribe to the Patreon where uh, Kindy will be posing in a cow bikini on my Patreon, actually. I'm announcing that here today. So uh, go to blindmike.net for all of that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Listen, shut up for a second, Mike. I have a very good relationship with my dad, so I don't need to show myself naked. <laughs> oh, boo! All right, Kitty's off the show. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> you could have just sent me anything and told me it was pictures. I would have been. Oh, good. I'll post them. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a no from. Uh, good try, though. Mike shot his shots. You got to give it to him. You know, I tried my best. We have other stuff on. Uh, if you, if, if <laughs> we also have Quincy on Patreon, if you'd rather that, <laughs> it's still worth it, guys. I promise you that. I swear, Kindy. Aside from doing cow bikini picks for Mike's Patreon, anything you want to promote? Violence against women. <laughs> all right, violence against women. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. News, everyone. With Lucy Tightbox. From Facebook, Tyler Barton says, Shots fired and posts a soon-to-be classic Patty comment. They think I didn't graduate high school, but your hero can't say exactly. Jim Napoleon notes, Common Patty Seacups W. Hannah Morace offers, Pitcher. Shane Earl posts, I'm a little surprised that perpetual fence-sitter and self-proclaimed marketing genius Club Tooth filled in over at the floundering compound while their boss recuperates. Leo Lombard, however, is suspicious. Hi, Don. Hi, Don's lawyer. Benjamin F. Cohen asks, did Carl ever make Jay Leno laugh? Over at Reddit, Joggerlicious opines, Now this might strike some listeners as harsh, but I believe everyone involved in the Carl Song parody contest should die. Delaware is a lie. Two podcasts host by aged, insecure, insufferable cunts. I'm in. I'm astonished how many women are so ready to dump their late-life denial into the ether. Yowie 999. Need more Patty C. Cups. Less episodes crammed with references that you have to be over 65 to understand. Turds Duckin, I hate the word journey. If my wife and I walked to Alaska and back and she said, that was quite a journey, I think I'd punch her in the face. Fix It 403 riffs, Kumia's heart is as fucked up as Carl's teeth. AAA Skeet, 
John is banned for a week, but in his tiny little brain, he says that he quit for a vacation to somehow save face. It's insane. Sav Buvar with the cryptic. Finally a reason to watch this show instead of just listening. Hmm. Nicholas Cage demands. Carl, you have to start roasting Stuttering John again. Julie sucks at it. You know how to do it. Captain Rusty adds, and whenever SJ's not on the screen, the other characters should be asking, where's SJ? Getty Lee's thumb. I'm still not convinced that show wasn't actually a shit sitcom from the 80s about a shit hick radio show. Dr. Ted Penis Astronaut. What Jocktober is all about. Excellent show. I'd like to put in a request for Tukey to co-host a Jocktober episode. Random 14330. Oh, that would be fantastic. I can't do Tukey. Move on. Fantastic. Flat to t Carl, you dummy. Did you forget about Royland grooming a bunch of underage girls? Then again, libertarians hate age of consent laws. Dick Bukaki 420. He also forgot that Rick and Morty sucks balls. And from Patreon, Brian Vavaro asks, When will WATP do its version of Cocktober? Spunky Fresh, LOL. I've heard the Outburst song many times, and only upon hearing this do I now realize that the game isn't called Uppers. Kevin Leavitt, producer Chris saying, That ate up some time, needs to be added to the drop arsenal. And Devin Michael plays us out with a new nickname suggestion, Andy B. Cups. Very good. Thank you all for uh, shitting all over us on many different areas of the internet. We always appreciate that. One of the places that people like to shit on us is our reviews, wherever you review podcasts. And Kindy, do you have any new reviews that you want to read for us today? Yeah, I have a couple really good ones. Uh-oh, uh, she looks happy. I don't like this. All right. This one's called Good Premise, Awful Hosts. <laughs> I wanted to like this podcast. I love a good takedown. Unfortunately, it's very hard to listen to these guys. Main problem is the main host does 95% of the talking, and he isn't half as smart or witty as he thinks he is. Fuck you! Is that a, uh, a five-star review, Kidney? That's a two-star review. What? That's confusing. Oh, they that's a good one. The next one's better. Oh, great. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a little, it's a little long, but right, they put right. in the effort. Let's hear it. All right. It's, it's called Hacky Bigoted Bullies, Pathetic and Embarrassing. <laughs> Got my number. This type of pseudo-comedian will never cease to amaze me. The genuine lack of intelligence and self-awareness is truly astonishing. Vitriol is not a substitute for wit. Although I don't expect them to even comprehend that notion that would be too great a feat i suspect however i am truly curious as to what inciting <laughs> maybe <laughs> as to what inciting incidents occurred to produce such sad little incels picked on in school mommy didn't love you uh-huh, uh-huh. or the realization of being fully grown failures thus providing the need to attempt tearing down people so far above them that the mere idea of them being able to reach that high in the first place is completely laughable. Suffice it to say, this show is a testament to mediocrity. Ooh, I'm going to guess that's a uh, one-star review since (laughs) Kidney was all over it. (laughs) Look at how happy she is about that. You know, there's a theme that I see about being bullied in school and things like that. Whatever happened to me in high school doesn't affect me at all today. Is it affecting a lot of people what happened to them in high school? Is that a thing? Maybe. It must be, right? Because Patrick Michael brings it up every episode. It must be a thing with people. When you stop maturing, 
uh, high school. That's why. Is that one of the, like a lot of people like peak yeah. in high school and they, they thought that was the best days of their lives. They didn't realize that. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Michael sounds like he's 17 years old, so that's I know he's true. not, but sounds like it. And that's true. I think that's what that's all about. I've been bullied much more as an adult than I was in high school. <laughs> Me too. Way more. By strangers yeah. every day all the time. And friends. And friends. <laughs> and people I invite on the show. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't get that whole like, oh, high school was mean to me. Okay, well, I'm moving on. Especially this show doesn't see, strike me as like, oh, these are jealous guys being mean. Like, I think you, well, I'm, never mind. This show sucks. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I realized it was about to compliment you and it felt like too much. I, I, I was like, all right, where's this going? Let's see. What do you got, Marcus? Mike? <laughs> Mike almost threw up in his mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, Kindy, great job reading the reviews. Uh, if there Thank is you. a five star that ever comes through, you can read that too. Just FYI. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's check out uh, the voicemails that came in. Hey, Carl. Kenny from Canada here. So I listen to podcasts while I'm driving back and forth from uh, from my house to my shop. It's about an hour's worth of drive time per day. So between WATP, WATS, and now WATC. Nice. It really fills in the drive time uh, quite nicely. The only thing is, I got to thinking, uh, if I'm only listening to podcasts hosted by Carl Hamburger, uh, does that make me a uh, fuck for Carl? Oh, God, I feel dirty just saying it. Uh, please don't call me back. Let's not make this any weirder than it already is. I don't think it's weird. I think being a Carl Cuck's pretty cool. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Maybe I'll get t-shirts made. I was going to say, you should. That's good branding. Kindy, what size are you? I'll get you a Carl's Cuck shirt. I don't want one. Set out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I was talking to my buddy, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I listen to, like, these educational podcasts. I'm like, that's cool, man. That's awesome. He's like, what about you? You listen to podcasts? And I instinctively went, I just kind of listened to, like, garbage, you know, which I felt bad about for a second, talking about your show, until I remembered your logo's literally a trash can. So you're the digital marketing expert, proclaimed. So, I don't know, you've just been subliminal messaging me to call it garbage for years. And, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, listen to garbage. You know, I'm just going to embrace that. Cool. Keep up the good work, Carl. Sir, it's meant to represent the shows we listen to. It's not meant to represent <laughs> our show. We're listening. The headphones are on the garbage because we're, you know, if you have to explain it, it loses impact a little bit. Subliminally, it's backfired on you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you're right about that. Uh, here's a question coming in. This is the thing about the voicemail. You can call and try to be funny, do a voice, give us information. You can also ask questions. Hey, Carl, how tight is your sister's pussy? Call me back. <laughs> Sir, I honestly don't know how tight my sister's pussy is. I'm the wrong guy to ask that question to. I'm not as tight as it used to be, Carl always tells me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't use the word tight. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right. Hot dog in a hallway. <laughs> Can you talk about my sister's vagina now? Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's off limits. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Tom Myers. Called into the show. Oh, this is exciting. He did? Friend of mine. This is Tom Myers. This is how <laughs> I talk. It's him. Recently, Donald Trump was mad 
because Israel bans Taco Bell. Apparently, they thought Live Moss sounded too much like Hamas. Don't call me back. That literally is a Tom Myers <laughs> joke. He would definitely do that. That's a little too good. <laughs> yeah, it almost is too good. Oh, so can I tell you one thing you missed with? I think yes, you that you might have missed with that Frankie Boyle thing. I love being is, corrected. Uh, yes. Nick, so Nick Mullen called him out years ago for this, but I think mm. Nick showed that Tom literally stole a joke from Frankie Boy, like oh. pretty much verbatim. I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to you. I think Tom Myers may have all, like just not only lifted the accent, but literally a joke from Frankie Boyle. So this is very well known that he is inspired by Frankie Boyle to do the up up talk. Hello, Hammer the Grace. This Good is the punchline. <laughs> So we played the show last week. It was all about prizes and winning prizes. And we talked about prize pigs, well-known in yes. radio. These people who sit around waiting for, they want to be the ninth caller or whatever it is. And they, they call mm-hmm. in. That's why you hear a lot of radio shows, or I, I guess every radio station says, if you haven't won within the last 30 days, you're eligible. Because you can't have these people winning fucking Night Ranger tickets every goddamn day. They're hogging right. all the Night Ranger tickets. Well, I think we might have some prize picks caught into the show now. Oh, my God. I just saw the WATP hot potato bumper sticker on the WATP super van. I thought, is this mean a win ticket? It's on the corner of Hefner and 58. Oh, my God. I win. I can't believe it. I get to go to a K-Swift, a K-Swift concert. Yes, Carl. Thank you. I love This is the only reason I listen to WATP is so I can win prizes. Well, you did win. Not to Taylor Swift, but to uh, the next WTP live show. So, oh. sorry about that. It's kind of a letdown. I, I understand. Kendi, if we do a show in Tampa, which is what I'm planning on doing in the winter time, how far are you from Tampa? Maybe a little less far than you are from okay. Tampa. Just a little less oh, far. Put it right. that way. All right, so I'll pick you up on the way. Perfect. Uh, right. Sounds good. Don't dox her, Carl. Drive from there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right um oh if you guys remember last week i played a voicemail of a guy saying that our show was repeating a voicemail and that the audio was fucked up and all oh, right and i yes. listened back to it and i said no i was all ready to fire at i couldn't wait to fire him and i'm like no <laughs> he didn't fuck this up sounds good to me but apparently there is some type of issue going on Hey, Compers, I just wanted to confirm that your uh, voicemailer from the last show was correct. Your iTunes feed is totally fucked, and it has been for a while. Uh, don't call me back. Go fuck yourself. Okay, so someone else called in. I think we got two or three of these. Stop using iTunes. Stop using Google. Google is abandoning their app. They're going to tie it all into YouTube. Because here's the thing. Apple and Google are companies that want to own shit. They want to be, yeah. if you want to, this content, you have to use Apple or Google products. Podcasts are decentralized. You can listen to them anywhere. And they hate that. So both Apple and Google are neglecting their apps. They're not maintaining them. They fucking suck. If you're using the iPhone, I think it's called Podcasts. It used to be iTunes. Mm-hmm. If you're using that, if you're using Google Podcasts, stop it. Download anything else. I use Overcast. You can use Spotify. You can use I wouldn't recommend Spotify, but you can use anything else to listen to our show. Don't listen to it on Google. Or Do you get this from people, uh, Mike, 
telling you their it's show. I actually up. heard it specifically doesn't happen on a program called Who Are These Socials that you can download wherever you get podcasts as well. So it seems like Carl's putting more thought into that program as well he should, I say. This guy, fucking guy, I tried to ask him a real question. I'm, I'm actually hanging out with a fellow podcast host, trying to ask him a real question. He no, used that to plug the show. When I've listened to you, because I saw people on Twitter saying, like, no, actually, it does happen or whatever. Yeah. When I've listened, I, it's never happened to me. I use Spotify, so I don't okay. know if that makes a difference. It but. does make a difference. That's what is no one listening to me? Don't use <laughs> Apple and don't use Google. No, no. Carl's saying it's Spotify's fault, <laughs> I think, is the message that I took away. <laughs> God damn it! Why uh, this, the the hardest part of the show is the ad? This should be I should be breezing through this. Carl, guys, Carl's saying no one listened anymore. <laughs> no, <It's> like, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all. Mike. It's very clear. No, I appreciate you guys listening, especially the people who make it this far into the show. Thank you. We love you. Continue to listen. Tell a friend. Holy shit, Carl! You blame a listener, a voicemailer, for editing mistakes on user error. And then you put out that abomination of a midweek show. The Apple podcast version of your Wednesday show was, it's just too much, man. I'm not pro-abortion, but you should have killed that baby in the womb. Call me back <laughs> for some advice on how to podcast and from now on and to relate to your fans. What? Am I unreal? I'm not related to my fans now? What's going on? What's, what's happening here, Producer Chris? I don't know. What is Apple doing? I think Apple is making me sound like a jerk. Oh. <laughs> I bet Kindy uses an Apple device to listen to the show. I don't, but it's not that hard to make you sound like a jerk. Damn it. It never works. <laughs> I'm still looking for that filter. She gets me every fucking time, this one. Hey, Coral, just listened to the new episode about John Boy and Billy. And let me tell you something. I was purely fucking ecstatic. Uh, this is Chris from North Carolina, by the way, so you can tell why I'm ecstatic. Uh, I listened to John Boy and Billy while I picked watermelons in a fucking farm for about two summers. John would, Boy and Billy. What would Tower Gang say about that profession? <laughs> oh, boy. I bet they got a couple jokes for that. Uh, ten minutes. <laughs> John Boy and Billy. You work on a grape soda farm, too, pal? <laughs> into my head. Shittiest rock and roll music you could possibly imagine. This station is made for people who do not have access to fucking internet. That is the only reason why they are still syndicated anywhere. Like you said, the entire Southeast. No internet, no entertainment, just two idiots on a fucking radio show saying the same shtick that they have for the last 15 years. It's stupid as fuck. Anyway, uh, have a good one. Bye. I'm pretty sure the Southeast has the internet, sir. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I know some people down there, and they they all have the internet, but uh, I could be wrong. All right. This is a uh, this is a great joke. Perfect delivery. Hey, here this John Boy fella has an aneurysm. Well, he probably listens to his show because I have an aneurysm as well. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Sometimes the voicemailers are better than the hosts of the show. Doesn't happen often, but every now and again. That was the saddest thing when you ended with like, uh, yeah, John Boy's not uh, doing real well. Anyways, <laughs> time for Cringe of the Week. Well, it was from that, that video. I think I said this was 11 months ago. It was the most recent video on their YouTube, but it's all right. You're right. That was a bummer. Oh, hope he's back on his feet. <laughs> I'm like Chad Zubak. I hope he's dead. <laughs> Edgy stuff, Carl. Good stuff. 
Thanks for that little uh, rewind sound effect during the show all day today. I, I was having flashbacks to E-Rock setting up a worst of bit for ONA and then ruining the bit and the surprise. I love you. Love you too. Thank you for your call. <laughs> all right. We got a couple more here. Oh my God. I have gotten so much hate around my take on talking scales. I had no idea this was going to ignite this whole controversy. Oh, really? <laughs> Dude, so the joke was 2020. Yeah. And then uh, it was Olsen the Olsen twins. twins getting on talking scales at the same time. What a topical reference, by the way. The Olsen twins are at the forefront of everyone's mind. Hilarious. And I pointed out <laughs> that talking scales are not a thing. Well, apparently, I'm the dumbest idiot to oh. ever be a dummy. It's time for Carl Correction Corner. Here we go. <laughs> Carl, I swear, you are fucking dumb. How do you think blind people use scales? Right. Anything. <laughs> so I, I have an expert here, so I'm going to ask. Stay away from them. But... Mike, do you have a talking scale? No, I didn't know these existed. I guess I'm a, as big an idiot as you. I didn't know this. I didn't bear, pay bear, him bear, to bear, say bear, that. Bear. I did not pay him to say that, people. <laughs> Dude, when I was on Point Dabble Point yesterday, people are motherfucking me over scales. I go, I, I, I didn't know what they were talking about. They had to like put in another <laughs> super chat. No, because you said talking scale. I'm like, shit, really? Slow <laughs> news week. There's so many things to rip on you about. I know. <laughs> Kindy knows. Yeah. Right. She didn't even bring up the scale. Much every week. I've literally had to take a, a picture with my phone and zoom in afterwards to see what my weight... That's that's how I've always done all it. Right. I don't know all these blind guy tricks, I guess. Yeah. Or what you do is you hold on to the ledge and pull yourself up a little bit and then tell your girlfriend to come in and read the number for you. Get in here. Well, I don't want her to know. One, your gut in. 147, huh? I had a feeling I was doing pretty well. Anything in your house that you use that has a digital number on it, they make a talking version for people who can't fucking see, you retard. Talking scales are all over the place. Go look on Amazon. You can own your own for 40 bucks or less. God, you are fucking dumb, you retard. Get out and, like, you know, like explore life some. God. I've literally never met someone who owned a talking scale in my entire life. It sounds like he works for talking scales. He's big talking scale, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> Represents shit for forty dollars or less. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, the link will be in the show yeah. description. Act now. <laughs> yeah. What the? He's fuck? really going to come at me. I should have been a spokesperson. Jesus, I can't yeah. believe I didn't know about this. <laughs> Kendi, you say you don't own a talking scale. No, I don't. If you did, what number would it say? Oh, like I'm going to fucking tell you? <laughs> Is that a rude question? I thought that was a fun way to get ask a, that question. Like Again, you, you can find out blindmike.net if you subscribe to our Patreon. We're going to have that. If you had a talking <laughs> bra, <laughs> <laughs> what numbers and letters? I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of God knowing. God damn it. I got to be more clever, I guess, than that. It's gonna That'll be a, be a really hard for you. Be a tall order for me. No shit. Mm -hmm. Of course, it would be Andy to point out that Frankenstein was the doctor and not the monster. Newsflash, idiot. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Andy's getting to what he deserves. <laughs> That's a perfect voicemail right funny. there. <laughs> well done. All right. We got one more voicemail coming in. This is a very important one. Please listen closely. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, my neighbor Sandy just got here. What's up, Sandy? 
Hey, Gary. How are you? And I got to tell you, I just heard that Stuttering John never got an offer for that $1,000 interview. And on top of that, he's not even doing his podcast anymore. So I'm a little bit concerned that he's going to go broke and not even be able to make his mortgage payment. I don't think that's going to happen. You got to remember, he's a VIP in Las Vegas. He could go to Vegas anytime. And he could go to the MGM Grand or New York, New York, his favorite casino. They'll set him up at a free room and a line of credit. All he's got to do then is go to the uh, video poker machine. Mm -hmm. He He's a, a sure winner to get four deuces. That's a jackpot. He can hit that almost any time like he did last time he was in Vegas. And then once he hits the jackpot, he heads over to the blackjack table and doubles his money. So anytime he's short of money, he could go to Vegas, tap his line of credit, double his money, boom, he's got his mortgage payment. Boom. He's got nothing to worry about. He could keep that up for who knows how long, maybe for infinity. Anyway, let's not worry about stuttering John. Uh, anyway, thanks for your concern, Sandy. Yeah, okay, I'll talk to you left. later, Carl. <laughs> and I'm not going to forget my... Catchphrase, rock and roll. Oh, good. He's feeling better. He's back to doing his catchphrase again. I, I kind of like these skits he's doing now with his neighbor, Sandy. I don't know. She leaves halfway through it. Yeah. has <laughs> got a little smug for my taste over the years. You think so? <laughs> I don't know what's gotten into him. Yeah. You know, he's the only guy I don't yell at enough for the 45-second rule. Good point. <laughs> Try to keep it 45 seconds or less. I look over, and I think it's like a song. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, shit. Hey, Kindy, we've talked about this with uh, Casey and Vic, our former review girls. And uh, the, and I think we talked about it with Hannah as well about uh, farm animals that they represent. Now, we had a chicken, we had a cow, we had a horse. Is there a particular animal that you relate to or that you're into? I don't know. Good answer. <laughs> Maybe a goat. <laughs> yes. Perfect. They're kind of mean and they ram people. So, okay. Like goats. All right. Well, you heard it here first, everybody. Kindy the goat. Yeah, sorry, bubble, Andy. Bubble You're no longer the goat. Puts to it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, again, thank you, Mike, for coming on the show. Fantastic job, buddy. Thank you for having me, boys. Anytime. Oh, Anytime. yeah. We'll be tuning in tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. And, thank uh, you. Kindy, always wonderful to see you. Wish I could say the same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Producer Chris, <laughs> thanks too. for stopping by. You know it, as always. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Are we done here? I think we are. <laughs> bye. bye. A plane Sam, has hit Ivory Watch at Carly. Boom. <laughs> His mom. Boom. Boom. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. <laughs> okay, bye. I just realized I have another voicemail from Gary that was four point devil point that I forgot to play no. on the show yesterday. I'll spare all of you. What a loss. 